don't know. I'll play it some more and see if I can get no, myself won't. hooked on it. No, no, you won't. Possibly next weekend. Don't, don't, don't lie. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Nope. It's just, I don't know. It was no. the type of game that I would, like, if it was, like, a couple of years ago, I'm pretty sure I'd have been right there with you guys. Like, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Not now. Hey. I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Look. It's I... fun to play. I'm just not, I'm not seeing where it's addicting. I mean, it, it is, you, you aren't there yet to understand why it's addicting. Like, you haven't, you just haven't played enough. Like, you, you at least gotta get to level 20. Cause it's in the replayability when you realize how addicting it is. And, and playing with others. And the fact that you're playing, you know, you haven't played it with others kind of says to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like, are you saying that anybody could get addicted to this game? Destiny? Yeah. Nigga, have you seen what the fuck Destiny does to people? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's still actively played hard. Like, it just, everybody goes and plays it. Like, I was, um, who were playing? We were playing with, uh, Fell 5 last night. Yeah. Um, this nigga said he doesn't even play first-person shooters. He hates <laughs> yeah. them. He's now addicted to Destiny. He's just like me. It's a reason. I, I don't do it. Yeah, it's no. a reason why we call it that crack. Like, uh-huh. it, you, you know, everybody knows they shouldn't try crack. But then you try it. And so you have to play it until you get to level 20, and that's when you'll get addicted? I, I would say somewhere around that, because, like, the story itself is, you know... Cool or whatever, and it's small. Like it's um, it definitely feels like a uh, if you're in like MMOs and shit, like you know, like you're basically playing parts of the story at a time. Like people expect it with Destiny for the whole campaign to be the whole story of everything we're gonna get, when really it's just the beginning of a broader story they're gonna tell. Mm-hmm. But once you're at level twenty, then the other side of Destiny opens up with the raids and the nightfalls. And shit like that. So once you hit then, then you're like, it's kind of like where like you level up to level 20 when you have to level up your light. Basically, level 20 is level zero all over again when you get there. So then that's when it really happens. And when you're playing with people, it's just a whole different game. It's kind of I like they, I, I've never seen anybody do like an upgrade system like this. So it's kind of ex- like hard to explain how like you kind of feel like you start all over at level 20. But then it's just it's just fun as fuck, yo. Like when you, when you with your niggas, even if you're just doing like a strike, but we all work together, especially if you got a whole squad with a raid and you just come together to kill Crota, it just feels fucking good. Feels good, man. Well, maybe I'll try it out. Hey, maybe you might you might not. You probably won't. Yeah. Um, you, there's a better chance you try it out once we get the second Xbox. Yeah, maybe. So you know, there's that. Um, I believe we also got one more piece of uh, uh Facebook yes. uh, feedback. We have something from Desmond H. This might be random feedback, but I just got done with Tomb Raider, which was a free download with Xbox Gold this month with a 100% completion. I think you guys talked about how great the game was before, and you guessed it, use right. <laughs> Keep up the great podcasting. Thank you. Um, Yeah, it, it it's, it's just a dope-ass game. Like, I'm so happy I played it when it was on 360. Yeah. As soon as the Definitive Edition came out last January, I copied that shit to get at 60. And I urge anybody this week that didn't pick it up for that $13 on Xbox One as a definitive edition. Because, like, it already looked great on the 360, but it looks way better on the Xbox One. And then they just change so much stuff. Like, it looks better, and then they do stuff like enhance the draw distance. Like, there's one thing that um people don't know about the two versions of the game where, like, the 360 PS, um, PS3 version, like, when you climb up, like, radio towers and you look down, they always have this real big layer of fog, so you really can't see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until you go back down. 
but that's because they couldn't draw everything down there or render it correctly. But they got rid of that on the Xbox One and PS4 because they can. So when you go up high, you're just like you see the whole map, everything like you're about to do in the game. You can just look over there, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be there doing a boss battle. I'm gonna be there when I leave. I'm gonna be there when I almost get raped. Like it's a whole bunch of shit. Like it's just yeah. it's a fucking amazing game. I just made you feel like like a female. Yeah, look, I never been so scared in your life, huh? Look, nigga, when that nigga pulled me they out, they had her breathing kind of hard in that game, like. This is like everything was just a lot. I think that game would stress me out. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it. It's um, eh. yeah, it's it. I don't know. Like it, it definitely. Did you ever play the Uncharted series? Nope. Okay. Um, I played. I played whatever um was on Vita, but mm-hmm. I didn't get very far. I didn't really like it. I would say um, with Tomb Raider, they do a really good job of getting you used to what's happening in the game. Uh-huh. They don't do it like um, where the old Tomb Raiders, where she was just a badass uh, archaeologist, and that's what she did. Like, uh-huh. she's an archaeologist in this one, and then the ship crashes, the ship crashes, and she has to, you know, fight for herself and shit. And I pretty much, like, I'm, I'm you know, kind of like, um, like uh, Oliver on Arrow and shit. Like, mm-hmm. he has to work for everything while he's there and get, yeah. you know, like, she's getting better as she's doing shit there. But the um the enemies, rank, like, go up with you at that time. Like, in the beginning, you only have bow and arrow, and, like, the main enemy might be, like, a pack of wolves and shit. You know what I mean? And then, like, you might have, like, one or two enemies, like, actual humans, and, you know, shoot them in the head with an arrow while they're not looking at you and shit like that. And then, you know... By the end of the game, when you're going against, like, you know, gods or you're going against fucking, like, just a whole, like, cult of people, you didn't got motherfucking, like, light machine guns, sniper rifles, fucking grenade launchers, all that shit. So you're just yeah, fucking. Yeah, stressful. Yeah, you're just, you're just walking through. But it's not by that time because you're you're now used to that. Like, yeah. you've ramped up with it. So when you get to the end, you're like, oh, yeah, let's fucking do this. Like, I'm fucking Larry Croft, the baddest bitch on this planet. <laughs> all y'all getting got today. Like, let's let's fucking go. It's just. It's just so amazing. But the game overall is, um, it's an event. Like, yeah. that's all it's I can... It's a good story. It's so, just so... It's a really good story. So good. I cannot believe that they made that good of a story out of the game. Like, that's one of the reasons why I just never cared about Uncharted afterwards. Because, like, I didn't play Uncharted really before. Like, I tried. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just never got around, you know, got around to beating them. And then I bought the whole triple pack for a PS3 to go play them. And then Tomb Raider happened to come out. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me go play this. Let me test it out. And then I got there, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, no, I'm not, I'm not coming back now. Miss Croft <laughs> is a bad bitch. She really is. It's just it's just all good. Um, Other things that are all good, our sponsor at Tweaked Audio. Yeah, they're awesome. Best yeah. customer service in the market. Listen, we're going to talk about it. Um, I keep telling people, best customer service. That's nah. one reason alone to fuck with them. The shit that happened this week. Um, So my pair of uh, Tweaked Audio earbuds fucked up. Again, I guess mm-hmm. like I stressed the um cord like the like where the actual cord comes out of the headset jack yeah. in my sleep, which is one of the reasons why I need to buy myself a pair of um like Bluetooth headphones so I don't mm-hmm. roll around on my sleep like yeah, you know no cord yeah because like I normally only sleep with one uh, um one earbud in so if anything happens in the house I can hear on my other ear so like if one goes under my shoulder blade if I roll then I'm pulling all the rest of the cord with it fucking it up and shit yeah so then you know the jack started fucking up or whatever I was like oh, okay shit so. You know what I mean? I try to uh, start trying to play on Xbox Live, then it stopped, then it stopped working altogether. And I noticed there was something happening with the mic on the side that um, because I always put the left ear, but then the right ear, but the one with the mic. 
So then the mic started fucking, I was like, oh, okay, so it's the cord on the bottom, that's, you know, it got pulled out, yada, yada. So, mind you, back in, like, December, I had to hit tweaked audio up for a new pair of earbuds, because I just had, like, a dud pair of earbuds at the time. Um, like, the, the, the kind of, semi, I guess, just were defective or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I tried to send those back, the post office just kept returning the, the envelope. Like, not enough postage when tweaked audio tells you, you only need to send, um, put one stamp on it. And I know that to be true because I've had to send my first pair of earbuds back, the ones I got like years ago. Yeah. And all I did was put a stamp on the envelope, good to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, this wow. time, they sent, they sent it back like, you need like $2 and so and so cents in postage. So I threw on like, like, I think five or uh, four more stamps, sent it back out, and then they just sent back the fucking envelope. With it, with a uh, little arrow pointing to the to my address, like saying I don't exist or some shit. So I'm like, oh, oh okay. So I put it on a bigger envelope, thinking that will fix it. Mm-hmm. They send that one back. I'm like, okay, I just fucking get. I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> what do I have? To, do I have to suck somebody's dick to get these right. shits mailed back to Tweaked Audio? Now, mind you, I believe to tell you, like, you know, just send yours back within 30 days, right? So now this is by the time they send that that the envelope back the third time the second envelope it's like february so now i'm starting to get worried because like i've i've gotten earbuds before from places like um zag where mm-hmm. with zag they have a free lifetime warranty but they if you need headphones they take a 50 dollar holdout on your account or whatever the price of the headphones are like around 50 55 bucks Zag's isn't lifetime it's only a year the Wait. my smart buds they were lifetime really yeah yeah oh. so um they take like a $55 holdout on your card. And then when you send them the, um, headphones, they take the hold off your card. Like, but you know, tweaked audio doesn't do that at all. They don't ask for a hold. Mm-hmm. They just send you your fucking earbuds and you send them back. So I'm, I'm worried like, oh shit, you know, they haven't got them within the 30 days. Maybe they're going to charge my card again. I don't want to get like a fucking collection notice or no shit like that. I really don't need any of this other bullshit right now. Mm-hmm. And then these earbuds go. So I'm like, fuck. So I write a long email to um Tweaked Audio's customer support explaining everything that happens. And I still have the envelopes of the um the, the fucked up one, the first one, and then the new one, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, I'll send the envelopes. I'll do anything. But if it is it possible, can I just send these headphones back, both of them, in a $5 flat rate box? Because then there's no way... USPS is going to make me, you know, is going right. to send this shit back. It's a five dollar flat rate if it fits the ships. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's not heavy or anything, so they yeah, will charge two, you extra. Two pairs of earbuds. So I'm hoping that'll work out. Yeah. At, at best, at best, I'm hoping they'll say, "Cool, you send it." Then we'll send these to you because we tried this with you last time. We didn't get them, so now we got to do it a different way. Mm-hmm. Which I would have understood. You know what I mean? I mean, it's only good business. It, it, it's only. I get an email the next day. I get two emails the next day. First one's like, you got a package from Tweaked Audio coming. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Second email is from, I believe, uh, Maggie at Tweaked Audio. I'm like, okay, we sent your package out. I'm really sorry that uh, UPS is, you know, giving you a hard time. I don't know. Being a bunch uh, of fuck niggas. Or uh, USPS is, is giving you this hard time. I don't know what's happening. But, yeah, if you want to, put them in a $5 flat rate box. When we get the box, we'll give you your five dollars back. I threw my fucking hands up. <laughs> I, 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 I like you almost spiked your damn phone. I was like, "What? <laughs> like, but you don't even have to do that. Like, this is amazing. I love y'all so much. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I get so happy when I when I have interaction with them because they are our sponsor. And it's a sponsor I can believe in. 
Mm-hmm. Just so fucking dope. Um, if anybody wants to take an opportunity to get headphones from, I definitely say go for it. Uh, tweakedaudio.com. Just find whatever you want. Go to the checkout at the checkout. Enter code GATSPOD. That's G-A-T-S-P-O-D. You get 33% off the order. You get a, a free lifetime warranty, a free international shipping and a lifetime warranty, which obviously they mean just and excellent customer service, which matters so much in this day and age. Because like, honestly, when you're when you have a business, the customers are the reason you're in business. So you need excellent customer service, and Tweaked Audio has excellent customer service. They really do. Like. They can teach other businesses a thing or two. Just, just hit, just uh, tweak the audio, hit up Groupon, and let niggas know how they gotta actually run their business. Or don't, because <laughs> you know, I doubt that anybody at Groupon would even understand the word customer service. Yeah, I just, mm, like, I, I love tweak audio so much. I can't wait to get my pair of Eddies from them, just so I can really rock out. Cause like, I like my. Are they still um? What are you out of stock or back ordered or whatever? Well, the Eddies aren't out of stock. What was the ones that you were saying were um out of stock? What are you talking about? I never said any of the tweaked audio ones were out of stock. You said there was one that you were looking at online, and you said it was out of stock in, like, a certain color that you wanted or something. I think you're thinking of when I wanted to go get those headphones from Groupon. Oh, I don't Yeah, there, there I was... I you talking about a tweaked audio. No, one. tweaked audio always had a shit. No, there was um some Bluetooth uh earbuds that Groupon had, but they were out of stock in, like, every color by the time I wanted them. Oh, well, we don't fuck with Groupon anymore, Yeah, this is anyway. before we, we, we didn't know that they ain't fucking with the row, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, shit happens. I, I, deleted, I, I deleted everything Groupon. I'm yeah. like, fuck, <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. And without Stop the Groupon, yeah, without the Groupon, I already found on Amazon a, a couple of these. Because it's not like I need like amazing sound. Yeah. I just need ones that can stay in my ears when I sleep. And yeah. I found one that's like 19 bucks that even has the little thing so it goes in like the arch in your ear. And I think there's like a, a really good deal. I think a Joystick has and a couple other people have. That's like normally like they're hundred and thirty dollar headphones, mm-hmm. and they're marked down to like twenty nine bucks. Nice. Like so, one of the two, I'm fucking grabbing and being happy. But uh, let's get into the other part of the show. Um, Monique, what are you yep. fucking with? I am fucking with Ori and the Blind Forest. Yay! Let's talk about it because I still haven't played it yet. Don't know what this is, but I know <laughs> it's a game. Yeah, and then um. We talked about it a little bit at E3. You'll probably remember as soon as you see it, because we all were fucked up by just the trailer at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a review for it. It'll be out, I want to say, Wednesday, if I remember to actually put everything out correctly. Because, <laughs> you know, I just, I fuck up. Like, I, I totally forgot to put out the screen ride review this yeah. week, uh, late and shit. So, yeah, um, it should be out Wednesday, unless I'm a fucking idiot. If you don't see it Wednesday, feel free to hit me up. Like, where the fuck is the review? And I will put it out in case I fucked up. But, uh, yeah, so how you liking it? I fucking love this game. It's it's beautiful and really hard. How so? And, I mean, it's it started off easy. You know, it's just like... I, put it this way. I was playing Little Big Planet, mm-hmm. right? And everybody knows my love for Little Big Planet. Yeah. I love this game more than Little Big Planet. Hey, that's just a lot, bro. Yeah, like it's it's so beautiful and and vibrant, and like each different part of the game is full of just you know bright colors and it's very lush and inviting and the music, the soundtrack, which is on Spotify. Yeah. Really good. Um, 
the like the mechanics are smooth, mm-hmm. and it's it's hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if anybody follows me on um on Twitter, I was like raging against this game because I was so upset. I just like I ha- I got mad and I had to take a break. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm I'm going to break something. Yeah, that's what um I was listening to uh, Major Nelson's podcast, and the, and one of the dudes in there was saying like how uh, beautiful the game is. Like it's actually the background now for the Xbox One. And they were saying like it's a hard game, but it's not it's not like um that next level of hard like N Plus no. or Spelunky was. Yeah. But it still is a hard game, which I can appreciate. Like we're gonna um do a review for it soon, so mm-hmm. we'll keep all our like most of our thoughts to, uh there for that. But I can't wait to play it. I just um. Yeah, and it's really gorgeous, so um, get screenshots. Like, I've been taking crazy amount of screenshots from this game, Mm -hmm. just just because. Like, it makes really good, like, wallpaper, uh, even for your computer and stuff. Like, just make sure you do that, because you're you're definitely missing out if you don't. It's perfect. Yeah, it's a great-looking game. Um, Was there anything else? No, I really haven't been playing anything other than that game. So, So, uh, Quida, what about you? I got... Free things from Xbox. Hey, that's fucking cool. I got a code for what was the game? I don't um, fucking know. It was something ride. I forgot. I should have wrote it. Joy Ride. Yeah, yeah. For I the Xbox that. 360. I don't even know why you got it. They said I think it was Free Code Friday, but I don't. I don't. It was like from a month ago. Like it's the middle of February. I got yeah, it. but do you do Free Code Friday? I don't know, but I do now. I guess. No, Free Maybe Code. Free, me, yeah, Free Code up. Friday is um a Major Nelson thing where um. He um like you know like you answer something on Twitter that he puts out on Friday and then he selects five people and gives them a free code. Well, I got it. It was on the 18th of February. If that was a Friday, then maybe I answer one of those questions in my heart and then he sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I because I do think I'm not sure, but I think I do follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I answered one of his questions. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But yeah. the point is I got the code. So That's we'll cool. be giving that away. Yeah, we'll give that away. Um, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Think of something. Um, the first person that tweets us with the um, hashtag at the end of the show will get the um, we'll get the code. Okay. That'll make it simple. Right. Oh, it was on a Wednesday, so I don't know what it was from, but... Anyway, I got it. So yeah, we'll give that. We'll yeah. give that to somebody. And also, I got a free month of Xbox Live for some reason that I don't know. Of. Oh, I know why you got that. It's because of the Master Chief Collection. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got free things, so that's all I care about. Yeah, because the Master Chief Collection was having issues when it um first came out, so they gave everybody you know Halo ODST for free when that comes uh, remastered when it happens. But they also gave everybody a free month of Xbox Live. You just never actually went to your messages to check that you had that free month of Xbox Live. Boom. And you finally signed back into the new Xbox tonight. Now I don't have to night. re-up until May. Yeah, we're going to get them. Because like, I saw like they were giving away Xbox Live Gold 12 months for like 37 bucks this week. So, yeah, we re-upping soon. Like, just so good. Um, Let's talk about the reason why I haven't played Ori and the Blind Forest. Because it's sad, you said? Nope. That's oh. not why. I- I'm okay with playing a sad game. Okay. I'm okay with crying. It-, it happens. Oh, yeah, I know why. I've been barely playing Destiny. Hopped on Destiny real quick this week because, you know, wanted to uh, make sure I got any decent weapons. Still didn't get the fucking weapon. I need it, even though I think, I really think um, Destiny did show me a lot of love this week because in the Nightfall, I got the Seros Regime, which everybody knows that plays Destiny is like the end-all, be-all auto rifle. Mm-hmm. And it also gives you health back uh, or has a chance of giving you your health back at the bottom half of the clip. So everybody wants that for the hard proto raid. I thought that, I thought I was happy then. You know what I mean? I was cool then. 
I only need three things from the Crota Raid. I need the fucking Black Hammer, which is a sniper rifle you get from normal mode, which I still haven't got. I need the fucking Bane of the Dark Gods, which is the hard mo- the ship you get from hard mode, which I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. And the Crux of Crota, which is the exotic drop you get from the hard mode of Crota, which takes the Edelon Ally gun that you upgrade from the Husk of the Pit gun and then makes the exotic gun called the Necrochasm. It's it's a highly sought after item, even though most people complained about the gun for some reason. But I trust I've already gone with the thing that I just don't trust what people have to say about Destiny guns because I've never never agreed with them before. Mm-hmm. Like the um, No Land Beyond is a highly hated gun in the world of Destiny, but I use that shit perfectly fine. I, I point it and then it kills people and then I say yay. I don't <laughs> I don't know what else is supposed to fucking do. But um, so I go to uh. I get the Necrochasm, all good. I mean, I get the um the uh, Service Machine, cool. Then I go to do hard mode Crota Raid. They give me the Bane of the Dark Gods and the Crux of Crota in the same fucking raid. So I never need to go do the hard mode ever again if I ever want. I just never need to do it again. It, there's nothing it can do for me. So I'm done with that now. You want it. Yeah, so I, pu- I upgraded my Edelon ally to the, to the Necrochasm. It's fucking awesome. When it's an ARC um, assault rifle that has 339 damage, which is eight more damage than any other gun in the whole fucking game. And when you shoot somebody in the head, it has a chance to make an accursed thrall explosion. Fucking awesome. Like, it's just a dope-ass gun. I thought I was done then. Thought I was happy. And then what happens this fucking... What happens this Friday? Zer comes, and he sells the motherfucking Red Death. The Red motherfucking Death. The motherfucking Pulse Rifle. That is a guarantee to give you health back when you kill people. Just... Just thank you, Destiny. I appreciate it. And then also, when I I, I got an engram from um Zer, it gave me uh some fucking uh void. I mean, some uh warlock helmet. I forgot what it's called. Um, I think they uh something veil. I forgot. I forgot what it was. The the Pathion veil maybe, mm-hmm. and it um gives me health back when I pick up orbs. So I'm like, this is just just fucking winning all around this week. I'm real happy. What? But that was the last time I really got on Destiny. Except when I tried to play last night, and it kept kicking me off because the servers were fucking up. Mm, because yeah. um, it bullshit. wanted you to go take your talents to another game. Listen, um, guys. Like, go be free sterling. We know what you got to do. We wanted it for a long time. Come back to us when you're done. We thought it would never happen. I certainly didn't think it was ever going to happen. None of us did. That's for damn sure. And then last month. I still haven't seen it, so I don't know if I really believe it. Last month, we got a release date for the heist for Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in their heart, they doubted. They doubted it was still going to happen. But it did, didn't it, Sterling? I knew it was going to happen. If I got a release date, I knew they were going to do it. it. It happened. Then I went to go play. And then I couldn't play because so many people tried to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I came back a couple hours later. And you were able to play. And I was able to play. And... Can I ask you a question? Was it as great as you thought it was going to be? No. Was it better or worse? I thought when we would do heist in Grand Theft Auto, all I would do, rob some banks with my niggas. Because we can't rob banks in the game and online. You could rob convenience stores. You could walk into a bank. You knew there was banks there, but we could never interact with the bank. Right? But you could walk in the bank. Yeah, you could walk in the lobby to the bank. But nothing else would happen. Like, you couldn't rob people... Like, you could probably, you know, kill the people, like, inside the actual lobby, but that was it. You couldn't do anything with the actual bank. That's dumb. Yeah, so we always knew the heists were coming, and because the banks were there, 
we thought we're going to be robbing banks, right? So when you get on the Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, Lester calls you up, lets you know you weren't ready, and that's why he didn't bring you this opportunity yet. And we were fucking right. We weren't ready. People try to make jokes because, of course, the servers crashed to say, like, you know, obviously they weren't ready. Hmm, we weren't ready because we went to go do the first heist is a two-man only heist um, where you rob a bank. So how this how this heist works, um, it's a three-part setup, I believe. You go case the joint and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then you have to go steal an armored car, their version like the Nissan uh, GTR. You steal an armored version of that for getaway. And then once you have all that together, you go to do the deed. Um, you then, you know, choose how you want, um, who you want to do what. Um, because you don't set up the startup cost on this one, you don't divvy up who gets what and, and it's equal equal for um it's fifty fifty for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you choose one person has to be the driller and one person has to be the driver. So I think it was me and uh I want to say Evo on Twitter, right? Me and him go do it. He's the driller. While I'm driving there, he pulls out his laptop in the car and starts hacking into the secu- uh, security system for the uh bank. Where, uh, you know, after he hacks in, we go inside. He already turned the cameras off, mm-hmm. right? Go inside, pop the shot off, everybody gets down on the ground. I sit out, you know, being a nice little gentleman. I shoot all the cameras out so when they do come back on, they still can't see us. And then, you know, just just, just do a little crowd control, make sure everybody lays down on the ground, maybe fire above their head in case they want to get all frisky, you know what I mean? <laughs> just keep them there. Um, at that time, Evo's in the back putting a uh, putting a drill into the bank vault to get it uh or a safety deposit box to get the safety deposit box open that held the um the item we needed. Um, I don't really know how he had to do all that because I wasn't back there. I was I was the man up front doing that. Um, after he you know drills, uh, we get back in the car. Cops are chasing us. I have to outrun the cops, which I do, and we get to a bridge. And I believe Eddie Hahn, I believe his name was, um, who's also a character from the um the actual GTA story mode, mm. he picks us up in a cargo bob with a magnetic, uh, with a magnet on the bottom and then just carries us to safety off the bridge. And that's the end. What? And I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's dope. Cool. I'm happy that these are what the heists are because that's what, you know, I thought that this was it. We did a heist. These are the heists. Mm-hmm. We're done. So then. Wait, that wasn't the end? That was the end of that heist. Oh. That's the beginning heist. That's the heist to get you ready for the heists. What? <laughs> so then we go do. like the heist heist? So then there's the four man heist. It's the practice heist? Yes. There's. Like a what? So the, there's the four man heist. It's me, Evo, Phenom Black from Red Line 40 Acres, and Aaron Rand Freeman from Twib. And we gotta break a man out of prison. What? So. What we have to do, the setup is just four missions. I can't remember one of the missions. Um, we had to steal a prison bus. We couldn't steal a, um, we couldn't just steal a, a school bus. We had to steal a prison bus. So we had to steal a prison bus in one of them. And another one, we had to steal a, um, what do you call it? We had to steal a uh, cop car because a cop car would have the, the prison itinerary in it and also a prison uh, cop uniform. Um, and we also had to steal a plane. The plane was probably one of the hardest because we actually had to go into a um, gang airfield and then kill all the gang members and then drive off with, uh, fly off with the plane and shit, right? So we do all those setup missions. The setup missions, 
while they're happening, we're all getting money because Aaron is the one that um, initiated the heist. So he has to pay like the $40,000 in startup fees, mm -hmm. and he doesn't get paid during any of the setup missions. So while we're still in the plane, still in the car, still in the, uh, the um, bus, he doesn't get any of that, right? So we get paid like 19000 a pop for each of those missions. Then comes the actual mission, and then that, that's the point when you start divvying up the money. So we all wanted to be equal, so we did um, – like, you know, we already said, like, well, you know, we basically got, like, $57,000 already apiece, so you give yourself an extra $57,000, and we're equal. You know what I mean? So then we set it up. We had to pick who was going to be who. Um, you, somebody had to be a pilot. Somebody had to be the demolitions guy slash bus driver. Somebody had to be the prisoner, and somebody had to be the cop taking the prisoner in. So I said, I'll be the pilot because I can fly. Um, Eva went for uh, demolitions. And Aaron Freeman was the uh, was the uh, guard. I mean, was the uh, prisoner, and Phenom was the police officer. So all three of them get in the bus. They start going to the prison. Okay, mm -hmm. I start going to Los Santos International Airport to go pick up the the um, airplane. Everything's supposed to be smooth. <laughs> I get in the airplane. I feel like things aren't going good. I'm going to go smooth. I get in the airplane. I start flying over to the airstrip, like, you know, like Trevor's airstrip, the main the main one that's on the other side of um, Los Santos and shit. Uh -huh. um, by that time, Evo has now dropped uh, Brandon and Aaron off, and they're walking into the prison to go get this guy. At any point, once they can, um, they're supposed to start, you know, have a shootout with a cop, kill the cops. Now, all Aaron has is gun that he hid, like a small pistol that he hid on himself. Phenom has, like, his whole arsenal. So, obviously, you know, he's supposed to really, like, take a brunt of the firefighting shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um... I feel like this is all going to go sideways at some point. So, then, at that time, uh, Evo's supposed to go to the airstrip and burn, uh, destroy, the bu uh, destroy the bus to, you know, get rid of all the DNA and all that shit on it. And basically just wait for me to pull up with the plane. And then while, and then I, I'm sitting there with the plane, you know, chilling, open the back door. These niggas hop in. We leave. That's the game plan. So I'm up to land. I'm up to land the plane. And then I get a call and Evo gets a call saying, yo, they know what you're doing. You got two fucking jets coming after you to take you down the sky. I'm in a motherfucking propeller plane, okay? <laughs> I'm in the motherfucking shit JFK Jr. got lost in. Mm. And I got a fucking outfly fucking falcon or some shit. So I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. So, you know what I mean? I I, I get my maneuvers on. I, I was cool. It, at first, I was in an okay area, and then the area I got was a little bit more hostile. Mm -hmm. It was a zone of danger, if you will. A danger zone. Yes, it was. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm flying, flying, fucking getting it, you know what I mean? Dodging these motherfucking... Dodging these motherfucking uh, rockets. I'm flying through fucking wind turbines and shit. Mm. Hopefully getting the um, getting the uh, jet to hit one of them and explode. It doesn't happen. I go fly over by some by some uh. I like how you just get it by it doesn't happen. But whatever. I tried a bunch of times. Went by a radio tower. It happens that time. Got him. Another fucking airplane comes out. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> So then I realized this is a video game, and I get away. I find out how to get behind the jet, and because the jet's trying to follow me, and I'm following the jet, I'm in an unbreakable pattern, and I just have it going straight now <laughs> into the into the fucking air, and I'm just following it very slow, and it's it's just going, trying to turn as it turns. I turn with it, and it just can't do anything. I'm like, cool. I'll glitch the system for this. I need to be okay. Um, waiting. Everything's cool. 
Aaron and fucking Brandon are just walking into the fucking prison. And out of no fucking where, we still don't really know why, a cop just pulls out a gun and shoots Aaron in the fucking chest. What? what? Fucking murders him. God damn. A prisoner chained up murders. Maybe he saw their, his gun or something. You don't? Nope. The guns weren't out. Nope. Um, um, we're trying to figure out that maybe, you know... Uh, he looks suspicious. I mean, Aaron, he was black, wasn't he? Aaron may have downloaded the extra oppression DLC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it. He said he was holding down all the right buttons, so Did he... Did he have cornrows? Maybe because... Did he no, have cornrows? No. I feel like if he had cornrows, no. that made him look more suspicious. He said he made sure to walk, you know... At, at, with his eyes as low to the ground as possible, not looking at any of the white man's eyes. He doesn't know why he got shot. Um, so that happened. So we had to restart. And um, did you do it the second time? The second time, um, I believe Evo got the bus stuck, and he got stuck in like a ditch or something. He's like the bus stuck. I'm like, that's fine. Well, this is not going well for you guys, is it? Yeah, no. Nah, he's like, I got the bus stuck, and, he, and, he, and he's worried. He's like, I got the fucking bus stuck. I don't do. It. I'm like, go steal another car. Take the other car, hit the bus, the bus moves, get back in, he's like, oh yeah, bet. So he steals the car, rams it, gets in the bus, drives off, everything's cool. Then he dies at the fucking airport because there's fucking people there. I'm like, shit. So. You gotta start over again. Try three. You know, we're gonna do this. Try three. Eventually. Yeah, try three. I don't remember what happened. One of us died. I think it might have been Evo again. At this point, motherfuckers are just dying consistently. It, it's like four o'clock in the morning and we're all grown ass men trying to understand why the fuck we're up at 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> playing this shit like college kids. And you just want to do it once. You just we just want to complete it, it but we're, we're getting tired. And then um, <laughs> and then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, I'm doing one more run, fellas. I'm doing one more run, and I'm, I'm going to quit. It's 4 o'clock. fucking tired. <laughs> and I'm flying the fucking plane, as per usual, and... I like you can um press the B button to uh focus uh toggle your focus. Yeah. And when I did it, the B button got stuck and it almost had me flying to the fucking <laughs> into the fucking ocean. Oh no. So I'm like, wow. oh, oh, shit. So I'm trying like in my brain I'm trying to work out like how I'm looking at the plane actually how to make it go up. Fucking heart's pounding. So at that point I'm like, no, yeah, we can do this another five times. Um my adrenaline's shot now, so we're fucking good to go. Whatever needs to happen, I'm here to help. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. What are we talking about? I wanna talk about anything. Like I don't want silence anymore. I'm fucking scared, right? I'm fucking losing my shit now. Cause I just damn near ruined the fucking mission. Oh god. Um Luckily, you know, uh, Phenom and uh, Aaron, they get out. I land the plane. Um, Evo's not doing uh, a great job at everything at this point. Um, because what happens is they don't tell us this, which is fucked up. Because Evo, like, it, 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 initially they tell Evo, like, you know, just like they give people their jobs or whatever, just throwing it out there. And it says Evo's the pilot. He was like, I don't want to be the pilot. I can't fly. Turns out when you're the fucking demolition man, they give you a fucking helicopter to fly in, in anyway. No. Why don't you also say demolition man slash pilot so he knows that maybe he should step his flying game up first? You know what I mean? Right. So after he destroys the bus, they they give him a helicopter so he can help with the jets on me, right? Oh no. So he does. You know he's doing pretty decent. I got hit once in the last in the in the um last run, so I'm scared. So I'm fucking puttering, smoking and shit. I'm like, yo man, like I don't think just, I'm gonna make it. Just want just want to make this shit. You know what I mean? So Tell whatever. my girlfriend. So right? Love her. Right, so then go over to my wife's house and tell her I love her. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I land the plane. Um, 
Phenom and Phenom Aaron pull up in some fucking SWAT van, and they pull up on the wrong side of the jet. I'm like, and I'm like, just pull up, pull up on the left side, because that's where the fucking door is open. I don't want to die. We're so close. <laughs> so, so then they move back around, and then they come over to get in the fucking thing. And at this time, now fucking uh, trucks and shit, like uh, police vehicles are coming. It's just on, fucking surrounded. Are coming onto the runway, and I gotta fucking take off, and I gotta fucking take off in a damaged airplane, right? So I'm like, fuck. Fuck, fuck. So, like, I'm hoping Evo would, like, you know, start shooting some of the shit with the target on the trip. No, he ain't, he ain't shooting this shit. He's still in the fucking fight with these other fucking helicopters. I'm like, <laughs> I'm too fucking stressed to say shit. So I'm trying to fucking take off. This shit, like, won't. I, I keep trying to pull the stick up. I keep trying to pull the y'all so I can go up and, nope. Right, put my nose down, try it again. Put my nose down, try it again. Put my nose down, try it again. Running out of the runway here. Okay. One more time. It gradually starts going up. I'm like, we did it, guys. Fucking straight. It's cool, cool, beautiful, team, fist pump, yay team, team venture, we did this, work. I don't know what the fuck happened behind me, I think Evo blew up a fucking helicopter or some shit that got too close to me, the blast of the fucking helicopter takes out the fucking airplane engines for a minute, we fucking nosedive into the ground, <laughs> I'm fucking screaming, holding the fucking joystick back trying to pull up, at the last moment the fucking joystick pulls up, and Aaron's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, did you do that for excitement so we could get more adrenaline? I'm like, no, I'm fucking scared right now. And I don't know what happened. You guys are acting like this is a real life. It was fucking real for us, you know. So we, I, I get, the, I get the plane back up, running all slow. You know what I mean? We just slowly climb back up, mm-hmm. go out uh, past the Pacific Ocean, go into international waters. We give the prisoner, we freed the um, the controls to the airplane. We parachute out. We land on on the um we land on the beach, then Evo has to come. It, they, it tells Evo to come to the beach. So initially, it looked, initially I think he was just gonna land and then like come down to the beach, mm-hmm. but he was too high up and we just see that like we just see over the horizon the fucking helicopter doing some stupid shit, right? So he's like, no, you gotta bring the helicopter down because we I guess we still need the helicopter in the mission or whatever at the time, but we didn't know. Yeah. So then he comes and then he comes down with the helicopter and we're all just like slowly backing up because the helicopter's coming in a little bit too hot. And we don't want to die by the helicopter, which fucking happened. I, I felt bad for it. I saw, like, a Reddit video of a dude that, like, landed after the helicopter was already there and landed into the rotor blades. Oh, God. And got mission fail. Good so, Lord. So, because if one of you dies, you lose. Yeah. So, you know, luckily he lands it, and then we all get in, and then he flies us away. And after he flies away for long enough, mission pass, like, $200,000 granted to each of us. Congratulations. We, it goes to a, the next screen. We're all at Aaron's apartment, clinking shot glasses, drinking some nice whiskey, having a good time. I'm like, I don't know what's real anymore. I didn't, <laughs> I never thought that it would be this fucking intense. I thought we were going to be robbing banks. Mm. That's it. How much did you get? Altogether, I got like $259,000. Because what happens is they give you bonuses. So you get a first time bonus for each time, the first time you do a, you do a um heist. Mm-hmm. And then you, I believe there's also a bonus if you do it with everybody and like everybody's in your crew. And you also get a bonus if you do every, um, every heist with the same four players. Like yeah. basically doing all, um, four of them. Cause there's five, but the first one's a tutorial one. You don't really go back and do that one unless somebody needs help with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you do all four with the same four, same four people. You get a bonus. It's, it's like <sighs> something else. I, 
I don't know, yo. I just... <laughs> it was an experience. Like, we were just playing it, and it was one of those things, like, like Aaron kept saying it, like, I just, I cannot believe this is this good. Like, out of nowhere, like, it, it just, it even felt fun to lose again. Like, it was just a totally different experience. Like, I haven't been that excited to play something since, like, Halo 3 at midnight. Like, that same, like, uh, feeling of just something brand new to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was just... Just Halo. I love Halo. So good. So, so fucking good. Well, I mean, you guys did it. That's, that's, I mean, after a, a few uh, yeah. unsuccessful attempts, you all finally to, did it. Yeah, altogether, I think it took us about like 90 minutes to two hours, so it's probably like 90 minutes per heist, I would say, which seems about right. Like, raids normally take anywhere between like, you know, like 45 to 90 minutes on, um, what do you call it, on Destiny, and that's what basically is, like, you know, like, the big raid battle at the end, like, mm-hmm. the special thing and shit like that, so, um, that's really been, um, what I've been fucking with this week, and the other thing itself, I just, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. happened this week. Mm-hmm. That it did. Good and episode. Very good episode. I don't, I just, I had another one of them things where I just couldn't realize that I'm watching what I'm watching on TV. Like, they're actively building the Inhumans movie in front of us. Uh-huh. And ten years ago, three years ago, you would have never imagined that you would be able to watch TV on a Tuesday evening and see a movie movie universe be, yeah. get help expanded. You know what I mean? And here we are watching all this happen. Even when Iron Man came out, you you would never you would have never thought when Iron Man one came out that this is where we'd be in like eight years yeah. with with the way the movies are and just how deep everything is going. And I'm watching this fucking TV show and they say Terragenesis again and my fucking nerd everything tingles because I'm like, I can't believe <laughs> they didn't make a more, you know, cooler word for it. Like they normally they do in movies or TV, mm-hmm. something that, you know, everybody can understand. They're like, no, we're still going with the comic book word where we're going with this. I'm like, oh. why not? Like this is this is fucking crazy, and then they do the thing like you know uh, fucking Daisy has powers, and normally in the TV show, she find you find out you have powers. Half of the season you're hiding your powers, and then half of the season you're trying to come to understand yourself and you're outcast. She found out she had powers last week. Everybody else found out she had powers this week, mm-hmm. and here we are, mm-hmm. and just. Just the way everything was handled was so fucking dope. Like, that whole, like, I even, like, I think we might have talked about it on the show. Like, is, like, do we all think Sky's going to stay with the team? Mm-hmm, we did. And, and shit like that. And I still think she is going to stay with the team. I don't think she's, like, yeah. she, I don't think, I don't think she's, she's just going to leave. Yeah, well, she left at the end. Oh, no, she didn't leave. She, she just went, moved no, into yeah, the yeah, she moved, room. She moved to the um, honeycomb room and shit. But, like, that moment when, you know, they realize what she is and when they realize she's a human when they're with Sif and the Kree and shit. Yeah. And Coulson's automatic, like, maneuver is just father figure. Like, you're not fucking touching her. She's, like, ours. Like, that's not, you're not fucking with my family. Like, mm-hmm. see now, like, just so, so fucking perfect. And just losing my whole shit because this is still fucking happening on my fucking TV mm-hmm. for free at 9 on ABC. Yeah. For free. On ABC. On ABC. Like, you... <laughs> Ten years ago, you might get something that's haphazardly put together in, like, only a quarter of the story on the Sci-Fi channel. And you had to watch it because it's all you fucking had. 
And now, instead of some fucking stupid Shonda Rhimes, not shit on the Shonda Rhimes shows, but, like, some fucking Shonda Rhimes uh, drama or some shit, like, not, like, you know, like, was a private practice or the shit she had or whatever. Yeah. We got fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And mind you, they lead in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. horribly. Like, I fuck with Fresh Off the Boat, Fresh Off the Boat to 8 o'clock, and then they put on some stupid-ass kid and camera show. Before, oh, yeah, know, repeat after me or something yeah, like that. Yeah, before, which is fucking horrible. Just move Blackish to that spot. So I mean, Tuesday night could be amazing on fucking... Fresh off the boat and Blackish would go great together. We'll be perfect together. And then just go, you know, lead in, lead into that with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. instead of some fucking repeat after me bullshit. And even with that, you don't care. Even if you're sitting there for a couple minutes waiting for the show to start and you're seeing this dumbass show, you're fucking happy as shit when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes on and... It's just blowing my mind that we all the shit we sat through as kids, and uh, this, this this shit is great, man. Like it's real, people. It's real. I, I can't. It's real, and I think I can enjoy it more because I know that it's not going anywhere. Because mm-hmm. I mean, broadcast TV has kind of like given me PTSD. Like I won't watch a first season of a show until I know that it's guaranteed for a second season. Because mm-hmm. like you know, it'll just leave and then they won't care (laughs) yeah i'm still mad about eastwick that's why i was kind of like man fuck i'm mad about stalker but then oh yeah i just i just deleted all the episodes off off there that i was gonna watch blame quitted she had like fucking nine episodes on the dvr it was more like six i mean it it was it was at least seven because i remember the number seven and that was like two weeks before yeah but i mean it's gone now i was gonna catch (laughs) up so whatever and they ended on the cliffhanger and they still have three more episodes they could have put out and they just won't that's fucked up because I mean, hopefully they'll go out online because like that's what happened with um selfie selfie ended like around episode six uh-huh. and then they said they weren't gonna put the rest of the episodes out and then they just put the episodes out on Hulu and ABC dot com. Yeah, it was like seven that. other episodes. Too. Yeah, uh, it was like the rest of the season. Like it was it was dope. Like, Bullshit. Hey, Amen. Yeah, it's fucking like ugh, I just I hate it, but I love that you know Agents of Shield has the kind of backing that it does because I don't have to worry about you know, people falling off in, like, the middle of the season and then, you know, them deciding, oh, well, well, let's cancel it. And that's what I like about, like, the Netflix and stuff like that because they Mm -hmm. just put, like, the whole season out there. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. even if they don't bring it back, at least there's, like, some sort of conclusion so you're not, like, just fucking cut off in the middle of the season. But not not only that, like, what they're doing here is amazing because, you know, some people, I don't think they're, they're seeing it. Um, yet, but obviously Gemma is feeling a certain way mm-hmm. towards the humans, and also like fuck Gemma, but we're, I think we're all supposed to hate Gemma right now. I don't hate her. I mean, I mean hate she her. has I'm legit feelings. I don't think she like when she. I think when she realized that Sky had the power, she felt a little bad, but she wasn't backing down no. from what she said. No, she did the "I have black friends" move. Yeah, she did. <laughs> like when she was like, "But not Sky. She's my friend." She's oh. a good nigger. Right. Like that, that's exactly what it felt like. It's like this bitch. Like yeah. you know what I mean? But I like it, and I do, I hope she doesn't back down. I yeah. want her to you know believe that they don't they you know they should be wiped out because it leads so well into Civil War next year. Like, you're building now the team splitting apart and having, you know, Civil War happen and, like, having everything, like, because, you know, it's starting with Inhumans, but obviously it's going to go farther when she starts thinking, you know, like, this just shouldn't be happening at all. Mm-hmm. We don't we, sh- we don't need this type of shit, you know what I mean? And when it, when it goes farther with the superheroes, it's going to be amazing to see how they do it. Like, 
Just I'm just gonna wait and see because I don't know what they'll do. And with fucking Bobby and Mac having their own secret, yeah, and shit, and they're calling for real backup. Which the did you notice that Hunter wasn't having that shit? He's like, listen, I know Mac's life. You guys are up to something. Just well, tell me what it is. He, and Mac was like, well, Mac, gonna choke yo, you. Yo, I felt yeah. so bad. We're, <laughs> first like, off, Mac. first off, first off, he's not Hunter anymore. His name is Jody. That nigga what? got <laughs> that nigga got choked like Tyrese. <laughs> Oh my fucking, god, I forgot fucking, all about that shit. No, wow. Like, all he needed hit was just, like, <laughs> he was not getting out of that choke hold yo, either. Yo, this he nigga. really wasn't. They were face to face. Mac turned that nigga. He turned him with the mm-hmm. utmost quickness. He didn't even choke him, like, hands around the neck. He's like, no, I feel like choking you a different way. I'm gonna put your body that way and then choke you. Mm-hmm. Like, just, oh my god. But, you know, like, the, in, in, in that um scene before that, they called for backup. That had, like, people were thinking that backup could be Hawkeye. I could see that. And I, I don't think they're Hydra, because a lot of people are assuming they're Hydra. I don't mm-hmm. think they're Hydra either. Yeah. I don't think so, also because they also say, you know, yeah. they reference that. But I think they might be Sword. Which, That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, because Sword hasn't happened yet in this, in this universe. But it would make sense because, you know, we're after the events of Manhattan and the Avengers. And now we know other stuff is out there. And we're after the events of, um, what is it, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. where they, you know, basically over-prepared for the events the next, time, the next time something comes from a different planet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like this would be the right thing and, you know, basically just defect from S.H.I.E.L.D. and make S.W.O.R.D. not like an enemy, just like we have bigger things to worry about. Like, Do our own thing over here. Yeah, so um, it, it should be dope. Um, anybody that doesn't know what S.W.O.R.D. is, look it up. It's another acronym. Um, yeah, I think it's like Sentient it's sent- world. sentient world observation research and uh, department uh, I believe. It's, res- it's not research. It's either res- response. Yeah, I think it's response. I don't know. Let me hold on. Let me check. We're looking up sword people. S W O R. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Um, period, period. Period. It's response. Yeah, not observation. Uh, sentient world observation and response department. Um. Yeah. Basically, you know, just matches up with Shield. Like what Shield does for America. I mean, the world. Uh, Sword does for the universe, mm-hmm. so it, it would be great. Also, like this is just a um thing because you know anybody that read uh Astonish- Reading's Run of Astonishing X Men, mm-hmm. he creates a character that uh works in Sword. Yeah, I would love. Brand. I would love if they changed Bobby to Brand, because like anything could happen. I would love to see hmm. th- that character because like you know like what. I believe a- Agent Branch, she has a power, but it's not like they ever say, at least I didn't read far enough past um, the giant issue to see it, if they say how she got that power. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, if Bobby, you know, her hands start catching niggas on fire, like, <laughs> gotta get them shades, dog, brand here. Like, I-, I fucking, I cannot believe this is happening on TV for free. But I do wonder if she turns into brand, if she would feel different towards Sky, because then that would make her technically inhuman, wouldn't it? The, does she feel a certain way towards Sky I, now? I think that she was kind of on Max's side about everything. Because mm. yeah. remember when they were all in the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think, that, um, I don't think, because I feel like both of them, everything was blown out of proportion. I think they were like, we need to like, you know, keep her basically locked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And in Fitz's mind, they were like, 
you don't mean locked up because they're thinking like full agency like move like kill her and shit you know what i mean yeah but i think they really just meant like we need to you know be able to keep her under control right now and i i i don't think it would change i think uh if she became that person she would still feel the same way mm-hmm. but she would just have the power she would have her power also and would know like you know some there are some you can work because i think that's the thing right now in um the way the cinematic universe is looking for it, how it works the only inhumans that exist are only bad ones to uh interplanetary knowledge mm-hmm. so sky would really be the first good um inhuman okay. so so then it kind of you know she like kind of like changes how people feel around it that way cuz even sif says it at the end of the show like, you know yeah, what i mean she does. so yeah it's um it's a lot and like i said i still can't believe we're witnessing this shit on TV. Like, it, it was shit like The Flash, too. Like, I just can't believe I just saw a fucking gorilla on my screen a couple weeks ago. I don't... I don't know. It, it just it just blows my mind. Like, I don't have to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. I, I don't gotta pay that $16 for that IMAX. I ain't gotta use my imagination and read the comics no more. I just turn on my TV. That is true. Oops, past surprises right there. April 10th, I'm getting fucking Daredevil. I don't even care about Daredevil. I've never given a shit about Daredevil. Me either. You know what the fuck I'm be doing on April 10th? Binge watching Daredevil. Looks great. All my happiness. Like it looks awesome. Just so, from the trailers, like so, it looks dark and just gritty, and I can't and wait. Because you, you know it's gonna be super violent because it's on Netflix. So I can't yeah. wait. Oh, I cannot wait. Just so oh. so fucking good. Um, Netflix just continuing to just love me. Just so good. You know what I am also fucking with this um thing that's on Twitter right now about ladies showing their uh, excellent looking cleavage. Hold up. I appreciate all my beautiful sisters out there. Hold up. I'm sorry, what? What was that? Brown and Bella. Brown and Bella are so... You are just... You're you're a woman of the people. What's happening? Um, can... Is there a hashtag I, I can follow? I mean, I don't know if there's a hashtag. I think. Well, there should be. Goddamn it! I mean, come on. We got. We got. You just basically said, "Ladies, retreat with a picture where your cleavage looked right and just." What's What's all... the uh, What's the What's the Twitter handle? Brown and Bella. You know the the lady who has the um. Yeah, she she the uh, line of like the natural, uh, beauty products and stuff like. Yeah, that. she was on Black Eye Tips, right? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, Jesus! And um, it's like. Titties all up and down the twi- timeline. Uh, I'll say this for everybody right now that uh, is listening, if they want to check. Uh, if you have TweetBot, just make sure you hit the media timeline so all you see is pictures when you look at the timeline. Um, <laughs> just, uh... Oh, God. Yeah, so that's what I'm fucking with this week. I just had to add that in there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody can go and search. Oh, she's retweeting them, I believe. So I would say just, you know, go to our timeline. I'm sure that you will see all of them. Mm. All of them. Mm-hmm. Just, um... Oh, yeah, what, were, what are you supposed to be talking about? Um, <laughs> I believe we're on to what's fucking with Oh, uh, Mo- Monique, uh, what's fucking with you? Hang on. You guys... What? You guys don't <laughs> Um... No, there's so many titties. There's so... I know. So, okay, um... So many titties. <laughs> so many titties. You sound like you're... Like you're in middle school... There's so many titties right now. There's so many titties. All right. So, Momo. Um, a couple things. The first, um, in line with, like, titties, since we were talking about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about plastic surgery, because uh-uh. that seems to be, like, 
a thing that people are talking about. Yes, constantly. And I just, I find it interesting that people are all, you know, love your body, whatever, don't body shame. Until you get plastic surgery, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, oh. we can make fun of you now. You're the worst of the worst because you want to change something about your body. Right. And I kind of don't understand that because if if you don't if you don't like your body, people tell you, well, do something about it. Do um, they not? Then when you mm-hmm. do something about it, all yeah. Of a sudden, when you like, do something about it, then surgery. you're like, okay, well, open season on you. And that's yeah. that. I mean, that's that's dumb to me, especially because those same people would be like, oh, you know, don't make fun of girls who get um, breast augmentation surgery because mm-hmm. if they're you know sensitive about how small their boobs are or they don't like their shape they should be allowed to change it mm-hmm. i wish i had small boobs but it's not the same if you get your if you get like surgery on your ass no it's not in that annoys the shit out of me because i think it may just be because it's such a new thing I, but i don't i, I wasn't alive and in... you act like it's not the same thing it's the same it, it is i feel like it, people rag on it because it's a quote-unquote black thing to do or ethnic I, th- I think that too. Boobs are like a white thing to do. Like white chicks get their boobs done. I get like for me, I I, I think it's more to the fact that it's new though. Like yeah. every time yeah. something's new, you know, it, it has to get shitted on. I'm pretty sure people, you know, shitted on uh, boobs some way uh, when you know breast augmentation started in the '80s. I don't think it was as bad as this because there also is the extra layer on ass augmentation of you're trying to look like a black woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. I don't fucking like that. That to me annoys me because it's like, that's cool. I I I don't care if you know a woman that doesn't have an ass wants to you know wants to have an ass. Let her have an ass. Who as long as shit looks okay, like it's the same way I feel like. She's not trying to augment my ass. Yeah, so it, I don't give a fuck. I'm never gonna have sex with her, so it either way it doesn't matter. It's yeah. Very, it's very po- probable that I will never have sex with her either. So. Yeah. So like I don't. I just find it interesting, especially, you know, because it doesn't just stop there. You know, they'll be like, oh, you know, fat girls shouldn't be fat. And then people will say, oh, stop body shaming. But if, like, a fat girl got weight loss surgery, then it's like, okay, we can make fun of you because you got weight loss surgery. Yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't like it. All. There's a whole bunch of shit like, oh, don't body shame, you know, uh, like black women, like, you know, don't want to body shame. Not, I'm not going to say all black women, but like, I see it a lot on Twitter. Like, you know, they don't body shame any, any woman. Oh, you know, embrace your curve, shit like that. But you if you see a skinny bitch, but if you see a skinny bitch at the like, red oh, carpet, look at this skinny bitch. Yeah, like, a skinny bitch yeah. at the red carpet, you got a shit on her. Like, why? That's the same thing. It, it, it's annoying as shit, yo. It is. I just, I, I just, I see it all the time, and I, it bothers me especially because, like, that was one of my um, resolutions from a few years ago was to, you know, if if I insult someone if they made me mad or something, like appearance is off limits mm-hmm. because yeah. I think it's cheap and it's. It's it's just it's stupid at this point. It's such an easy way to insult someone. It really is. It really it's is. Because and everybody think... has flaws that you can see, like exactly. So. And it's it's just it's too much, especially now, because that's kind of like the go-to first thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you're ugly. Oh well, you look like this. Oh, you look like this. And then like say they get a nose job or something, and then it's like, oh, you got a nose job, you're still ugly, or, you know, why don't you just love yourself? I think 
that's one of the things that gets me like so upset is you know you tell someone to to love themselves and then if they like get facial surgery or something then it's you know oh you looked prettier before yeah it's it's I don't know. It's stupid. Like, um, the same thing, uh, with like Kim Kardashian and shit. Like, I she, was actually gonna just, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. Like, like she, like she brings up, like you know, she gets plastic surgery and she's she still looks fine to me. She I, does. I, yeah, she's fine. I, I, I don't have an issue with the way she looks, but you know, I always see women posting pictures of how she looked before. Like, oh, she looks so much better. And I don't know why she did this now. And it's basically because I guess she looks more of the uh, white standard of beauty now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but she's still beautiful. Like. Who fucking cares? It's not your body. If she likes it, then what? I don't see what the problem is. Yeah, if she likes it, it's cool. Kanye likes it. What the fuck? Like, those are the only two people that matter. She's the only person that matters. We all know that Kanye, like, kind of gave up on the black race, right? Obviously, yeah. He doesn't care about black people. Yeah. But, like, it's the same thing. Like, people, like, people don't understand. People, like, had this idea of plastic surgery, and it's, I think it's because everybody, when they think of plastic surgery, they only think of the vapid idea from Hollywood that, you know, you get plastic surgeries to, you know, lose weight, make your tits bare, and to get, you know, to a, like, attain a goal, like, get a man or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. When it's not it, like, I've, like, actually had, I would say, plastic surgery six times mm-hmm. with the different kind of skin grafts I had. I have to have plastic surgery again multiple times. Like, my scalp, for ex- for example, right? When my scalp exploded, like, four or five years ago, my doctor told me before that happened that he was going to have to do um, surgery where he, at the time, before it was as bad, he was saying that he was going to be able to, um, like, take out the parts that were wounded and then basically just make my skin tighter there so it would, um, all my hair would still look together, which I guess would, like, be this equivalent of, like, a um, scalp lift, like, you know, like, how you have, like, what you do with a facelift. Yeah. He would be just doing my scalp. But then after parts of it started exploding and shit, then it was just it was so so big of patches that I just shave now. But I I don't like shaving because my head is indented in so many different areas from the um from the explosion that it's just mm-hmm. difficult. Like I don't like I use a double edged safety razor on my face and my uh my neck, but I can't use it on my head because it's just not smooth. Like right. at, at any point I can um end up and just cut myself because it's not level and shit. So I I want to have plastic surgery again. Just so all of my head can be the same smoothness, you know what I mean? And that's optional plastic surgery. I don't need to have it, but I want to have it. Mm -hmm. But that's my choice, and nobody else gets to or has the right to be like, oh, well, you shouldn't get it. You know, you look fine before yet. No, shut the fuck up. It's my choice. I want to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's people annoy the shit out of me with that bullshit. Like, yep, I believe it because it annoys me too. People just think they can tell other people what to do with their bodies. Yeah, I don't get it. If you don't like something, like, part of accepting your body is also accepting that you can want something different. Exactly. Like, and people don't. I think that's something that people forget. Yeah, they they do, because they think, like, body accepting just means, like, you know, accept your body for what it is. Like, no, I I may want to, even with all the work, I may not be able to change this one thing, Mm -hmm. and I may need help with it, and that's fine. Like, that's on you. Do what you want to do. Like, it's stupid as shit, yo. It is. I I I I don't fucking get it. I don't get the people that shit on people for um having weight loss surgery or anything like that. Like some yeah. people, some people definitely need that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, like there's a lot of people I know on Twitter that have gotten lap band surgery and now look fucking amazing mm-hmm. because they got it. You know what I mean? And they're the exact people that I see get shit on. 
Yeah. From, like like in subtweets too. I've actually stopped following a few people because like you you always know who they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But when like you want to be petty as shit and be like, because there recently there was a, a Chihuahua that was really overweight, right? Okay. I think it was a Chihuahua. Or maybe it was a dachshund. I can't remember, but it was it was a little tiny dog, mm-hmm. and it was so like overweight that it could barely run and stuff. Yeah. And the dog had weight loss surgery, mm-hmm. and then had to have um, surgery for its extra skin and stuff. And people were posting the dog saying, "Doesn't this look like someone we know?" Especially with the skin surgery and stuff, laughing about it. And people were laughing with her, and I'm like, you know, that's petty as shit. That's real fuck. That's just some fuck nigga shit, yo. People yeah. are they act like they're in high school on Twitter. It, they do, and that's one of the things that annoys me the most about that. That's why I like the group of niggas I talk to on Twitter. Just mm-hmm. we just we're just ignorant ass niggas, but we're not petty. We might we might you know like fight a couple trolls every now and then, but. We don't, you know, yeah, go that's, around. That's so over the top. Yeah, it, it, it we, we, you know, you're not actively hurting anybody. Like, mm-hmm. it just, I hate, people need to grow the fuck up, like, mm-hmm. all together. Just go, yeah. fi- just go find some love in your fucking life, nigga. Like, I they don't. probably can't. That's I don't, why they're on Twitter. I don't get it. Um, was there anything else, Monique? Um, yeah, there was something else. Okay. Um, so, I, I want to say this as nicely as possible so that I don't insult people. Let him have it, Momo. <laughs> um, I know a lot of you love Quita. I love her, me. too. She, she's she's cool. my best friend in the I'm world. I'm everybody's best friend. She alright. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, and I just want to say, because I said this on Twitter um, about a week ago, but I just wanted to about say it here, too. I know you couldn't resist that. <laughs> What? I just, had, I just had to say about a week ago. Of course you did. Of course you did. But um, you, when you when you profess your love for Quita, you don't have to add, and Monique's a hater. Yeah. And Monique sucks. Not necessary. And Monique, and Monique that like you don't you don't have to do that. It's not a requirement for you to tweet. And I would appreciate it if you stopped, because. You're not, like, the people who do that, I guess they think that maybe they're the only person doing the joke, mm-hmm. but they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And There's other people doing that, and I don't want when people look at the show, you know, oh, you know, Queet is awesome, Sterling's awesome, Charlie's awesome, and Monique is a hater, and she sucks. Yeah, no, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't need to happen at all, honestly. And you're also, you're not endearing yourself to me by doing that. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> there, there's no need, there's no need for a comparison. The way they talk to each other doesn't mean that you get to talk to them like that. They've yeah. known each other their whole fucking lives, so of course they're gonna talk a certain way to do the same way me and Charles do. You know what I mean? But that doesn't give you the, the right to talk down to Monique at all, at, for any w- w- reason, whatever you want. Or don't, anybody. Don't like who the fuck are you? I don't give a fuck about other people. <laughs> don't don't talk about Momo like that. I'll come find you. Don't do it. And also, he will come find you. And also, like Charles Charles did a lot of the same shit Monique did. Where you know might have been quiet in the beginning, or 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 just you know better yet, Charles did a lot of shit. Quita did where yeah, was did. very quiet in the beginning, and then got you know just opened up more and basically became ratchet as shit on the show. You know what I mean? And people loved it, but nobody fucking tweeted, "Yo, Charles is awesome." Sterling sucks though, because every time Charles would bring it up, I would change the subject because I don't feel like talking about some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody did that, so don't be doing that to the fucking women on the show at all. If you can't handle being cordial to everybody on the motherfucker, 
Don't 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 talk. Don't listen. None of that shit. Just, just get your ass on. Get out. We don't fuck with you at all. Yeah. There, I mean, there's no, like, I just want to make sure that people understand that Quid and I joke however we joke, but there's no rivalry, there's no competition, you know, we're just two best friends who are having fun, yeah, and I, just I would enjoy appreciate torturing it, her. If, it if it stayed that way, because I don't want it to kind of hinder my experience, especially on Twitter, because I already, you know, I'm I'm there, I'm with my cool people or whatever, but I don't want I'm to one of those open cool my people. app. And see, Monique sucks. Yeah, that's like that. Like, now that come on, sucks. Man. Also, I'm one of those cool people that she was talking about. <laughs> just, just shut just up. So everybody knows. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm top of the list. So, just so everybody knows. But yeah, I suppose. Shut up. <laughs> All right. But yeah, but that's it. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it needed to be said. Cause I, like I said, I wish I noticed it earlier. Because the only thing I noticed was last week when somebody called you a hater. But I don't think that person was actually doing it maliciously. No, they weren't. And people aren't. And I think sometimes you don't notice it because they're adding me specifically and Mm -hmm. not, like, hashtagging and stuff. Yeah, if if you don't hashtag, I don't see it because I saved the hashtag itself. But, no, I just meant not maliciously with that one and specifically because the week before that we were talking about something and you were hating on something and I called you a hater. So, to me, it it just felt like with that one tweet, it was like – that person was just agreeing with what they were hearing on the show, not just uh, hitting you up. But yeah, if you're doing that shit, like, don't. Just don't. That That's the only thing I can say. Just don't. Just don't do it. Uh, we won't hear it at all. Yeah, you can think it, but there's no need to put it in the universe because I don't want it. I just don't want it leaking into what people think of me as a person, especially as being part of the show. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. So. No, you know, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> We can't be stopped now, because we're a guest pod for life. You, like, I, I, really? I stuttered it, getting it out of my mouth, because I was like, I know where this is going to go, but... Broken yeah. glass everywhere. Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> Shaq Mohammed doing a horrible shake, yo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that fucking video was awesome, yo. Just, niggas, oh, wow. niggas just in a random white neighborhood rapping it on really fucking roof. Was, they were just on the roof of some white kid's house rapping. Ah, mm. uh, good shit. Um, Quidditch, you said you didn't have anything this week, did you? No, not really. No, that was it. All right, cool. So I got, I got some things. I, right. I got some things. Um, Preach. So, first thing, let, let me get the first thing out uh, of the way first. Um, I talked about this. I want to say maybe two weeks ago, I had to complain about niggas complaining about Kanye. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand people anymore on the internet. Like... Maybe people are just doing this thing where I think they do it with a lot of uh, a lot of people where they already don't like them, so they try to keep finding new reasons to not like them. Right. And it's incredibly annoying to see. You know what I mean? And furthermore, it happens where it happens with a majority of websites. You know, somebody does an interview, and then somebody does that interview, they find the one maybe – three or five words that they can use that have gained them the most traction for blog hits and retweets and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, We had it happen, what, like three weeks ago when uh, Kanye did like an hour interview and for like two minutes he talked about Amber Rose Mm -hmm. and somehow that became the whole fucking interview, like, which blew my mind because nobody was talking about the fact this nigga who has never ever had any developer experience or anything said he was going to create a video game. And nobody said anything about that shit. 
Right. You know what I mean? Or the fact that this nigga was wearing the same clothes he was wearing from the Grammy performance. Nobody <laughs> said anything about that shit. But him saying that he felt like he had to take 30 showers before he could get with Kim after Amber. That was a fucking issue because niggas don't hate on their fucking exes somehow. I don't, I don't get it. So then this week, uh, interview comes out and I don't watch it because I normally just don't watch Kanye interviews because I don't need to. I like, I don't need to hear what he says. You know what I mean? I just need to hear his music. That's it. Yeah. And I keep seeing this this uh block quote come up. It's something it always rang to something. I think the official quote was racism out is outdated. But of course, you know, it starts with the quote and then it gets changed over and over to what people want the quote to mean. And then I started seeing it um see like you know like a website say Kanye West says racism um racism is ancient like it's not happening anymore. Or just it's 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 outdated as in it's not happening anymore. You know what I mean? And of course, the thing Kanye says the most, uh, classism is the new racism, in which people use and say as in um, like Kanye, like or, or like Kanye saying racism doesn't exist anymore. Now only classism exists, mm-hmm. which I don't think he's ever said in the history of everdom. Um, so I go to listen to this. 30-minute Kanye interview he did with, like, some French people on some website called Click or some shit. And I'm listening, and I'm waiting for him to say the thing that's going to make me finally give up on Kanye. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, and he gets to the part about racism, because the dude's asking about, like, you, um, you know, like, he's like, you know, you got a huge, you had one of you just songs with niggas in Paris. How do you feel about white people rapping at the concert? He said something like, you know what I mean? He's like, I can't stop it. It is what it is. He's like, I think, um, you know, it like don't. I think he said something like, you know, don't do it when you're not at the concert or some shit. And he said, but racism is outdated. He was like, it's an outdated way of thinking, which it fucking is. Like, I don't think anybody would ever disagree with that term unless you're. I mean, with with, with that phrase, unless you're racist, because right. if somebody said like, you know, like, do you think a person that could hate, you know, a person for the color of the skin? is a progressive uh, a person that has a progressive way of thinking you're like no they're thinking like fucking hicks from the fucking 40s that's an outdated way of thinking which he said it was mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then furthermore we we talk all the time ad nauseum not us like on the show but as people like even when um tanahisi colts did his essay last year about a case reparations he talks mm-hmm. about in there about how while racism ruined the um while racism ruined black america they then broke us up into classes and kept the white white people, you know, they moved them away from us, gave them more money, and gave us less money, making it also a class issue where I think what, like, a white family makes on on, on average, like, I think $140,000 a year and, like, a, a black family makes, like, $30,000 a year, making it a class issue because now you have somebody, like, black fam, most black families under the poverty line and then um, most white families far above the poverty line, you know what I mean? Which means that's a class issue. No matter which way you look at it, it's a fucking class issue. So classism is an issue, you know what I mean? And if he says it, it's somehow a fucking issue because he always puts things in the simplest form, and it it fucking boggles my mind each time. Like, I I fucking wrote something about it when I watched the um, the, uh, interview. I I, I think I, I forgot what I said. Um, it was something to the fact like, um, you know, I, 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 so I keep watching these Kanye interviews and I, I just can't see how people keep getting upset by him. 
And then I, I think my man um, Mike, um, I think his uh, Twitter handle was like Knees Louise or something like that. He's like, how? I was like, oh, it's simple. I just listen to what he's actually saying and not try to put any subtext under it. Like, I don't I don't look for anything else. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to put anything else in his, in his words and say, no, he really means this. I believe he's meaning what he's trying to say. You know what I mean? It, and, and that's it. Like, it, it blows my fucking mind. And also the fact that people just can't think out of the, outside of themselves. Yeah. Like, the same thing, like, we'll take it, like, with the Apple Watch. Like, people can't understand there's a fucking $17,000 Apple Watch just because they can't understand it's not for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I could see Kanye not worrying about certain things in life as much because his family doesn't need to worry about it mm-hmm. at all. Like, the biggest thing this nigga complained about the whole fucking time in the interview was the quality of toys for his daughter. Not the fact that he couldn't get housing, not the fact he couldn't get daycare, not the fact he couldn't get her in a good school, not the fact that, you know, she might be looked down on because she's a mixed-race baby. He's like, I'm looking at these fucking toys, and it ain't making her happy, and I'm not liking the quality of these fucking toys. I got to get her better toys. Mm -hmm. And he didn't mean better toys like, I need to go to Toys R Us and just find a better toy. He's talking about, like, he had to get, like, some fucking amazing gift or some shit that light up her life, and he, he did. He was talking, like, he had to find a KB toy store and just buy the whole store? No, 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 no. No. I'm talking about, like, he, like, needed to go find Johnny Ive and be like, Sam, <laughs> I need you to stop working on the next iPhone and work on a toy for my daughter. Uh. Because this shit here ain't good enough. Well, kids' toys are serious business, and, you know? It, it it blew my mind because I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like if I was Kanye, I would I would feel the same way. Like, what some, else are you gonna be worried about? Somebody asked them like, the dude asked him in an interview like, would you ever would you ever not want to be rich now or be famous? Because you know a lot of people say like, you know, they wish they um couldn't if they could all take it back they'd just be normal. And he said openly like, no, I wish I always was this way because I have a voice now and I can use my voice for people. I was like. The fuck do I, I, isn't that what anybody fucking wants? No. Everybody wants their fucking favorite artist to, to speak up for him. He speaks up, and then you don't want him to speak up just because it's not exactly what you want to say. Yeah, I, I just it it fucking blows my mind because Con- I think everybody also everybody deserves room to grow. Mm-hmm. I know, like even just a couple years ago, I wasn't as knowledgeable of some of the things, especially black issues. Yeah, you know that I am now. You yeah. know, like people. They're gonna make mistakes, you know. Kanye, just because he's however old he is, doesn't mean he knows everything. Right. Yeah, and it, it, it blows my mind because like, if Kanye doesn't make everything a statement about what you want, it's a fucking issue. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like Kanye. You know, he says racism is out is outdated. That means Kanye doesn't like black people anymore. Also, because you know he has an Armenian wife, he doesn't like black people anymore. Mm-hmm. But and people just take that. But then. He mentions in, I believe it was, um, All Your Fault, the fucking throwaway song gave to Big Sean. Mm-hmm. He mentions Eric Garner and mentions the protest, and nobody says anything about it. I still haven't seen one person say that he fucking said that, said that line. Like, w- w- so when is it, when is it good enough? It's not, you're just gonna pick, you're just gonna, you pick your side and do this stupid shit, which I don't fucking get, cause why do you fucking care about Kanye that much? I love his fucking music. Mm-hmm. If I met him, I'd like to shake his hand and pick his brain. Yeah, he's fucking Kanye though. Like, 
<laughs> he's, he's he's an eccentric guy. No, I don't mean that. I mean he's just a fucking person. Yeah, I mean, like I, I like some of his music. I like damn near all of his music. Other than that, I don't think about him. I I I'd like all of his music. If they if if you told me tomorrow Kanye's moving in next to me, I'm just gonna say how's it gonna affect me? Because at the end of the day, I care about myself. Pretty much. And if they're like, well, you know. You won't be able to go out past XA, like XPM. I'm like, well, fuck that. I need to move. If they say it's never going to change your life at all, I'm like, cool. Uh, maybe I'll make the nigga, maybe I'll make the nigga a cake. I don't give a fuck. Possibly I, some cookies. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. Maybe, can I just hear the new, can I hear the new tracks first? Can I do that? I, I, no. Okay. Fine. Fuck me. Okay. 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 That's fine. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand why people give a fuck. No. I really don't like, maybe your life isn't. They have to live vicariously. Yeah, like your people. life isn't good enough that you have to live through these other people. I don't. My, my life is a challenge already. I don't need somebody else. My life is shit. fucking perfect. I just freed a man from prison with three of my <laughs> best friends. After how many tries? After four tries. Mm. And we fucking kicked ass and saved the day. And we all got $200,000. I mean, it sounded like it was a little iffy on that last try, but you guys made it. So. We fucking made it. That's it. That's, that's the excitement. <laughs> okay. That's the excitement. That's, that's the good movie. That's, that's, that's what it's all that's about. a good movie. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Other thing that's fucking with me. So we do comedy conventions. Yes, we do. We do all sorts of events. We're probably going to do um the New York International Auto Show again this year. You know what I mean? Uh, taking pictures, recapping, doing yeah. the thing. Um, the Philly one. We didn't get to go to that one. I don't go. To, I don't choose to go to the Philly one. I like the Philly one better than the New York one. I'm sorry to hear that. At, I'm I'm sorry to hear that on all different levels. It's just. It's smaller. Less people. Yeah, because it's a shittier show. I like it. I like it. It doesn't have as many cars. It doesn't have the newer cars. I it's, just like seeing cars. Yeah, I like seeing new cars. You know, I don't really care. I mean, they're cars. They're clean. They're pretty. I don't care about that. I want to see the new things. I mean, they got those uh, spinny ones and the cars spin around. Yeah, I don't care if That's the fucking... That's really interesting. Don't care if it's a fucking 2014 Ford Fusion spinning around. People are handing you brochures. I mean, where else can you go to get handed brochures besides all the other conventions? But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the yeah. only parts, the only parts of the car shows that I really like are like the old classic ones. So they have like the rooms with mm-hmm. all the classic cars. Those are the only parts. That you I know, really I'm like. I'm there for the actual cars themselves. Like the Philadelphia one. The only thing I'll give Philadelphia for is now they have um like I think GM cars. You can drive GM cars there and shit. Because yeah. last year um I tr- I drove the two uh, SS Camaro, mm-hmm. and oh god, I, I understood. Like yeah. I understood at that point, I made a, I made a mistake earlier in my life when I chose not to get a Camaro because <laughs> oh god, it was just it was just ignorantly loud. Like yeah, oh god damn it, it was. Just... And the New York one, I, they usually have the uh, the Jeep uh, track set up. Oh yeah, they have a track showroom. Yeah, they have no, not in the showroom. Just no, so. it's in the showroom. No, it's not. The, I remember the Jeep track is outside. No, no, I remember inside, people were lined up outside the Jeep track. It was, it was at You're talking about the big one where you go up the hills and shit? Yeah. That's outside where you wait, because I remember taking pictures when we walk in. It's, like, outdoors. I remember some of them were outside. It must have been at a different show, because I remember, like... Yeah, it's probably... No, you know what? That was was Philly. Okay, that was Philly. That was Philly, Philly because they also had the, um... Inside, they also had, like, the Toyota jaunt that was there inside. I don't remember. But, yeah, the New York one, like, remember where, like, for New York Comic Con, like, where we had to walk in at the gates and shit? Mm. Like, yeah, I remember the outside yeah, stuff. That, yeah, that, in New York, it's just this huge fucking, like, oval track outside in the parking lot. Yeah, that you, you fucking, and Charles drove, like, a, a few cars, right? Yeah, that was in Philadelphia. Yeah. We, he drove, because you needed to drive a car before you could drive the Camaro. Oh, so yeah. So, we both drove the, um, the Impala. 
which I fucking hated. Like a fucking prerequisite. Yeah, they were like, you know, we got to make sure you can drive. drive before you can drive. And I, I was mean, bitch, I drove here. Well, well I know I can understand because these are fucking <laughs> sports cars. I was just mad that I didn't know that they had the fucking Cadillac uh, CTSV coupe because I would have way took that over the fucking Camaro. But you know what I mean? Mm. Beggars can't be choosers. But um, there was one car that we drove in that had like a lot of room inside. Yeah, that was the Impala. It, it had room if you weren't tall. Cause I, I had to fucking duck to get my head in and out in the back. Oh. Yeah, but um, comic conventions, they're, they're a thing. Um. Yep, we do those. We, we we do all we we do all sorts of conventions. Um, MTR does them too. I believe uh, Nerpocalypse they do conventions too. Some of us do panels. Um, other people are gearing up to do ones, you know, uh, in in the next coming years and this year and stuff like that. There's those mm-hmm. supernatural com- conventions that I really want to go to. Those two, we don't cover those though. But um, I still love them. That's fine. Um. We, you know, even like things like Governor's Ball. Um, we took photos while we were there. Um, we had a good time. Yep. We did, we did cover tour, even though neither us nor Where's My 40 Acres got press passes mm-hmm. for Governor's Ball, but, you know, people that recorded, uh, Chance the Rapper on an iPhone got fucking, uh, press passes that somehow that happened. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. shit's crazy out there. Whatever. But, um, like, you know, uh, like, MTR, they got um, press passes for New York Comic Con and um, San Diego Comic Con. Got great interviews. Stuff like, you know, great stuff like that. And stuff that made you want to go next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we did a couple Comic Cons last year, I believe. Or the year before that, I want to say. Um, I can't remember. I know we did Hamilton Comic Con. That's where we met. Uh, yeah, well, it had to be last year. Yeah, or it was really, in the beginning of the year, I believe. Actually, it was December, I think. But yeah, um, that's where we met Manu Bennett and, um, Giancarlo Esposito. And re- a really, uh, really small, um, uh, Comic-Con. It was like the, the back-in-the-day ones, when they were small and intimate. There weren't yeah. so many people there. And I liked it, because I, I, I contacted the people that ran it, um, well before it happened, asked if they were doing press passes, and the dude said, like, yo, it's so small, we're not doing it. We're not doing press pass. I was like, I fuck with you on that. Like, it, yeah. you're honest. You're, 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 this is your first year. But and it was great because it was small. We got some great, you know, uh, we got some great artwork from there. And they had a lot of fucking celebrities. You know, like I said, they had Manu Bennett. They had John Carl Esposito. They had Ron Glass. Yep. They had um the the dude that uh you fucking. His name is Drew. And I could not talk to him, everybody. I just, <laughs> Sterling was just talking away. I didn't know the nigga. I mean. I was like, who are you, white man? White man, just, just, I touched some people. I touched them, though, on his back, that's ever how, so lightly. That's how you know we're all family here, because we saw him, we saw the look you had, and me and Charles made our own Kickstarter to make sure you got to go get embarrassed. We were like, not go untouched. Drew Roy. Yeah. I still have the picture. It was awesome. I just, like, you couldn't see it, but I was touching them, people. <laughs> On his back. I'm sure he thought it was super creepy, but I don't care. Because I love him. Hey, it happens. Yeah, it did. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least at least you didn't hover hand, yo. You didn't hover hand, and I'm proud I mean, of you. you know. You, you went for it, and I'm proud I of you. I went for it. I'm proud of you. But, um, you know, we did, we, we did that, and it was great. Um, Then there was another one we did. Uh, Asbury Park Comic Con, which wasn't as good. Went, went for, yeah. We went for one day. Um, there's no, there was no celebrities to our knowledge there when we went there. You know what I mean? Like nobody we were, we were paying for. We got some decent art, artwork. We met um, the dude that played uh, 
I believe uh, Dante Hicks, I want to say, in Clerks and many other movies that Kevin Smith did, and just haphazardly. Like he wasn't, you know, put away somewhere normally like the celebrities in another room or behind a pay line or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I was just walking, you know, getting artwork. I think you were getting some artwork for that um, girl, Pagey or whatever. Yeah, I love her artwork. Yeah. Art by Pagey. And then I looked down and I saw Clerk stuff. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So, like, this person draws Clerk stuff. And there was just a gray-haired dude bent over, and then he turned around. And it's him. I'm like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> like all of my ner- like all of my fucking jerseydom just like fucking exploded inside me, and my eyes lit up. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, you're fucking. He's like, yeah, you know, we talked. It was great, free. And then I, you know, I, I actually bought stuff just because I felt like you, like you let me talk to you for free. Because normally that's the thing with celebrities at conventions, you can't even talk to them unless you pay for something. You know yeah. what I mean? Did so, that one guy like stare you down? Trying to get you to pay. What was his name? Oh no, that that was at the other one. That was at Hamilton. Oh. That was on Ted DiBiase. Yes, when Ted, yes. Ted DiBiase at the Hamilton. He wasn't even in the fucking the celebrity section. He was just <laughs> with the other like the other fucking comic creators. He was just staring me in my eyes, and I'm like, oh shit, this is awkward. Like, cause he, you, wasn't that uh, what is it the uh. Was the artist for Young Justice at the? Um... He was at New York. Oh, okay, that I wasn't was sure where he was. That was the year before last New York, and that's when um we all talked, and me and him just shot the shit for the longest, and everybody else started coming up because everybody was like, oh, you know, I love, I love um uh Young Justice. I wish it didn't get canceled, and I was just like, yo, so wouldn't it help if we bought shit for Young Justice instead of just talking about petitions? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, can we have a real conversation about how to do this? Because petitions don't work. We, I know this. Like, and then we found out. Like, you know, that's when he. That's what it, I think that was right before the story broke. That um, he said, you know, it wasn't. It got canceled because we couldn't sell toys for it. I was like, that fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But still, like, just you know, great. Um, we talked about it. People wanted to go. I know last year a lot of people listened to the show ended up going to New York Comic Con this year, even though we weren't able to go. Um, we had to end up actually getting rid of our tickets and shit. Um, and it's normally kind of like a, um, give, give relationship, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, you're giving, uh, the reporter, the photographer, the podcaster, you're giving them free tickets for them to come take these pictures and interview. And at best, I mean, at least what's going to happen is if these people just have a lot of traction on websites, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody goes to go see their pictures and shit. Mm-hmm. Then they'll maybe be interested in going, but that that's usually the least. You or know what like I mean? Talking up your event on social media or something like that. But, but what I'm saying is, when certain places like which I'm about to talk about, they just think of it as like photographer getting a press pass that does nothing for them because nobody cares about photos by themselves, which is kind of true. Like mm-hmm. if I see a photo, I'm like, oh that's cool. Like I've seen tons of you know cosplay threads on Reddit. It's never made me want to go to X convention where the cosplay was taken at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but what does help it, what does help is if you're good at talking about things, you talk about what happened while you were at those places. Because it's free advertising. <laughs> exactly. And advertising is what works. Like we talked about New York Comic Con on like I think our maybe second Comic Con in episode, I can't remember. Maybe my, our third. And we talked about it. And people went this year, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me and Charles went on Where's My Forty Acres after Governor's Ball and now there's a list I don't know how fucking long of people that like I remember just the week after we did the Where's My Forty Acres episode, at least eight people hit me up saying they were going this year. And I know that list has gotten bigger now, and it sucks because we're probably not going to be able to go this year, which really sucks because we got all these other people to go now. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be like a whole big thing. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. just that's on fucking music. 
like, we're not 40 Acres as music, but we talked about it on our show, and people hit us up. We don't fucking talk about music, you know what I mean? Yeah, not like that. And people, and people came to it. And Microsoft ain't paid me a day in my fucking life, but I know I sold a shitload of Xboxes because I just <laughs> talked about them. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's just part of the shit. Like, we talk about it. You want to experience what we experience, so then you go to said ex- set event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you might want to go to Asbury Park Comic Con, which has changed, and that's what we're going to talk about. Because you might be able to run into somebody from the Kevin Smith movies out of fucking nowhere and just have a genuine moment with somebody. If you're my age, you grew up on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, but I was a fucking slacker because of Dante at, at the workforce. Like, I just mm-hmm. thought that's what you were supposed to do until I grew up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, Dante. As, um, Asbury Park Comic Con has moved, and it's now called East Coast Comic Con. And it's in Secaucus, New Jersey, the Meadowlands, where the Giants play, and uh, some other fucking football team that nobody cares about. But um that they go there and they're doing it now. they're doing it there this year. The Jets. Sure. So Yeah I remember. hmm So they're doing they're doing it there this year, right? Noticed it back in like February. I mean back in like November. Because I was actually looking for the Hamilton one again and I couldn't find anything yeah, the on smaller it. One we went yeah. To. I couldn't find anything on it. And I s I just still can't find anything on it. So the because it was in New Jersey and because the Asbury Park was like the New Jersey Comic Con, mm-hmm. it I kept getting more hits looking for that one, even though the Hamilton one was the one I was looking for. So then I caught, of course I found East Coast and saw that this one changed over, mm-hmm. and now that's what it is. And they're going there now, and I was looking for a contact uh, form or an email so I could you know. Send send on our, send on our formal uh, press request, you know, mm-hmm. the, stand, the standard one we do. And I found it, sent it, heard nothing, um, waited, I would say, a couple months in, like, January, sent another press request, because it's in April. So, you know, you don't want to wait too late. And, and with, like, you know, huger conventions like San Diego, you got to be damn near a year ahead with press requests. So I'm like, this yeah, is a small like, one. Yeah, as soon as one ends, you have to send in your yes. request. So for this one... I tried six months and then, you know, nothing. So I tried three months out and shit, still nothing. And um, I still didn't get anything. There wasn't anything, anybody I saw worthwhile. Like, there was no – all the guests were people that I've never heard of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think they were all just um comic writers and creators. And nobody I even cared about then. Like, I would have really been soup if I saw um uh, Brian K. Vaughn's name on there so I could j- dap him up for Saga. Yeah. I didn't see nobody I fucking had a clue of. But it's cool because I know I could still, you know, get something out the experience, talk about it, and take some dope ass pictures of, uh, of some cosplay, and then you know people people want to go. Um, so I check again this week to see if they have anything, and then I see they have a press uh, button on their website, right? Mm-hmm. So I click the press button because obviously you know that's where we would go for uh for press for um press request. Okay. And then there's this uh this paragraph underneath uh press passes. Quita, can you read the uh the paragraph for me? I mean I could, but I feel like my head would just explode from the douchedom of it. Just 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 go just give it a shot. If you want. Alright, so they say everybody wants one. Everybody has a blog. So you know this is gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh we found that coverage of the con during the con does little to promote our efforts. We have a finite amount of tickets, and we can't give them out to everyone who wishes to shoot some video or chat to a comic creator. Yes, we're mean, terrible people, because we don't want to let you in for free. For the most part, your blog posts do not help us spread the word about our con. 
How do we know this? We've polled our customers. Why do other cons let bloggers and podcasters into their cons for free? Perhaps they haven't done their homework to find out what helps for promotion. So please don't feel ill of us. We're glad you love comics enough to write or blog about the art form, but we just can't justify granting all the requests we get, and we get a lot. So here's the thing. What douchebags? Let's break this down by part. <laughs> First off, fuck you and the click you claim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you get a finite amount of tickets in so and so. That that's all well and good. You're not supposed to let everybody that gets gives you press passes in. You're supposed to you're supposed to give press passes to people that deserve press passes. Like that's that's the first thing. You know what I mean? Um, if you're letting any old everybody in that just has a fucking Tumblr or a blogger account, maybe you're not going to get great promotion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing that for the most part that uh, our blog posts don't help spread the word about the con. Have a better fucking convention because I went to your convention last year. It was shitty. It was in a fucking hotel. The hotel wasn't blocked off. They didn't have out arrows telling people where to go. The fucking Jack Kirby exhibit was at the top of some fucking steps that you walk right by. I fucking walked in the bitch. Security didn't know I was there. I didn't even know I was in the motherfucking convention. These niggas looking at me like, why are you here? I'm looking at me like, why the fuck am I here? I just want to go in the fucking Comic-Con. They're like, oh, the line's out front. I'm like, nigga, where the fuck the line at? You ain't got no goddamn sign telling me where the sign is. Nigga, where the fuck's on it. I don't fucking the door get it. was wide open, by the way. Oh, we, we walked right in because we didn't know where the fuck to go. Parking was here. There was an open door across from parking. You would think you walk in there. We're walking in like, yo, so where's the convention? Yada yada. And they were like, are, are you an exhibitor? Like, no, we're here. Well, how'd you get in? The open the door? The door was open. <laughs> the fucking open door? You fucking cocksuckers. The, like, hello. Well, that door shouldn't be... How the fuck else did we get in here? That door shouldn't be open. Well, nigga, are you Mr. Nobody Mar- told the person who opened the door. Also, you're not Mr. Marriott. Maybe they wanted to fucking have the door open because they ain't fucking having, like, having AC on because they are right next to the shore so they could do that sort of thing. No convention should be that high and mighty with only 594 likes on their Facebook page. Oh, shit. So you guys, <laughs> you guys at East Coast Comic Con can go fuck yourselves. So, so then, so, so, so we're at that part. Just the, the fact that you know we, you're not getting any promotion. You don't do anything promotable, at all. There's nobody you have there, to, in the first place. You know what I mean? Your panels are jack shit. You have no good panels at the motherfucker. I don't even understand why you would even consider calling what you have panels because none of them, the ones I saw, I would ever want to go to. They they were like, so you want to draw in comic books. Nigga, I can go get a fucking YouTube class on that. Nobody wants to come see this bullshit. You're going to have the fucking balls to say to bigger comic conventions that they haven't done their homework on what helps for promotion because it doesn't help your bum-ass Comic-Con. You're telling me San Diego Comic-Con hasn't figured out how to do Comic-Con right, but your shitty Comic-Con has because you don't let fucking bloggers in with press passes? Suck my motherfucking dick. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my motherfucking life. Like, yeah, they they don't know fucking San Diego. They don't know what the fuck to do. They, they, They shouldn't have press passes in. By the way, you know, they got fucking cameras and fucking G4s live streaming from a fucking tower, everything that happens at fucking San Diego Comic-Con, but you know, nobody's checking for Comic-Con because, on presses, because we shouldn't get press passes out. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you think this is smart? And better yet, instead of just saying, you know, you can't, you can't do them, they're not, all you had to say was, 
We can't do them. They're not beneficial to us at this moment. And that's all you had to say. But instead, you put this fucking condescending douchebaggery of a fucking paragraph out like anybody will want to go to your event after it. Who the fuck are you? Nobody. They have 594 likes. Nigga. Why the fuck did you think it was a good idea to move to the Meadowlands, first of all? Like, really? Don't, don't do that, bruh. Don't do that, bruh. More niggas are going to come watch this, come watch the fucking Jets play at practice than are going to come to this motherfucking East Coast Comic Con. What the? F- I'm gonna go, and when I go there, I'm gonna roast this nigga because I'm pretty sure this is the same nigga I met last year that was like, "How the fuck did you get in the building?" Because he was a douchebag then, and I looked at him like, "Who the fuck are you talking to? Have your doors closed. Have a sign saying Comic Con around front. Niggas would have known to go around front. Uh, I'm pretty sure they would have." Like I, it, just a simple paper that was taped up on the door. This is not an entrance. Boom. Anything. Anything. Please go around front. And mind you, when we're walking in, people are walking out like families and shit. <laughs> like, how the fuck were we supposed to know? And then when we're on the actual line, dudes coming up like, yeah, I went around back. Evidently, I wasn't supposed to. Like, yeah, I know the fucking feeling. Because the door was probably still fucking open after we left. Just, just dumbasses. Fuck you and all the gall you have. Nobody wants to go to your shit. Fucking, was it Wizard World happens in Philadelphia, has way more people. Nigga, I can see Tommy from the motherfucking Power Rangers at Philadelphia Comic Con. I would rather risk my life going to Camden Comic Con. There's a Camden one? If that's a thing. Wait, no, seriously? Because <laughs> it's about to be late, yo. Where, where's that one? March 7th. Rutgers Camden. Oh, nigga, March, that was last week. What? <sighs> We're going to have to wait until next year. Oh nigga, it would have been lit. It was at it was at the school, man. It was in their athletic center. This is this is just amazing. Camden, Camden fucking Comic Con. That's so dope. Yeah. That's wow. It's closer to us. It's way closer to us. So there's one fucking plus right off the bat. I'm pretty sure they don't have any douchebag fucking. Uh, letters to the public in their nope, press section. Nope, they don't. I just checked. So, uh, awesome. They actually have sponsors. Huh. Looking at that, they have a whole lot of sponsors. That's that's interesting. I wonder just, if East, East Coast Comic Con has sponsors. They have uh, actual fucking panels a lot. Yeah, well, there you go. Like, the actual real panels. They have a fucking pa- They had a panel on Luke Cage? Nigga, what? Luke Cage. Nigga, they got one from Buffy the Batgirl, uh, Buffy the Batgirl Symposium, um, a com, uh, fucking panel about, uh, women in comics. Nigga. Yeah, so, fuck you, East Coast Comics. Mind you, I'm looking at this, there's like a different panel, like, every 90 minutes and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. The other one had two fucking panels for all the days. For East Coast Comic Con this year? Yeah. And they're at the Meadowlands Convention Center? At the Meadowlands. You must be fucking are, kidding are me. Are you fucking... And I bet their tickets are more, too. Oh. They, and they ain't got shit to offer. Nigga, I wish I could see the price on the fucking... On the fucking tickets, yo. Like, I... Yeah, I fuck those East Coast Comic Con douchebags. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, I think we're, we're going to try to do, um... I forgot what it is. Uh, The one down in uh Maryland... I think we're going to try to do this year, even though it's a little bit of a trip for us. We definitely want to do New York Comic Con uh, this year. It was just too much after we just moved um, last year. Like, just way, way too much happening at once. You know what I mean? We just we just couldn't do it. But nobody needs this um, 
this fucking... There's a Long Beach Comic Con. Long Beach Island? I believe so, in September. Mm, I see. I, I think we got a fucking plate full with actual, uh, you know, Comic Cons that give a fuck about the people that want to help them. Like, sure, it helps us too, you know what I mean? But it, we also help them, and that's what fucking matters. Like, you're, you're basically... I feel like it's mutually beneficial, so it's kind of, you know, you can't downplay what each other, what you do for each other. Yeah. Oh, that one's in California. Yeah, also, like, not... not to, I would still rather go to that one than fucking yeah. douchebag. Not to mention, just, it, it's actually mo- more beneficial. Yo, the Camden Comic Con got more likes than the motherfucking East Coast Comic Con. There you go. Jesus Christ. Got over 600, did it? No, it's it's at five sixty, but still, like, come on, yo, just just uh, just fucking amazing. Like, I cannot, I just can't believe the fucking audacity of your little small comic con. Like, you're one, you moved closer to New York, and you're going to shit on New York Comic Con. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. Why do you think anybody would care? I don't know. You have nobody coming. Like the Hamilton Comic Con, they they had another one in the fucking. Um, in the fucking uh spring, I think, and they had Norman Reedus coming. Like, their small ass could get Norman Reedus. You couldn't get anybody. Yeah. Ted DiBiase ain't coming to East Coast Comic Con, dog. <laughs> the Camden Comic Con was on the Best of NJ website. Mm. Oh, I'll... I don't know if East East Coast Comic Con was on the Best of NJ website, and it's only the Camden Comic Con's second year. Not quit so. it. It won't be. Why? Because they don't want press. So, there you fucking have it. Yep. You know, just just fucking amazing. Like, sometimes you meet douchebags. Oh, here we go. The Camden Comic Con is free and open to the public. Nigga, what? Just, mm. So you get in for free, and you can go to panels, buy cool art, and don't have to worry about douchebags. So, yeah, I'm definitely fucking with this next year. We're definitely doing this. We're supporting it. I, the fact that they're doing it in Camden is just so dope to me. At Rutgers University. Just black nerdiness all over this shit. Let's get in to these motherfucking articles before I fucking pop a blood vessel. <laughs> there's Charles. Yes. Yes, there is. And all of his wonder. Yep. Uh, Monique, I believe you're starting us off with Sony. Yeah. Um. So, after months of delays... The PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita are going on sale in China um, on March 20th, mm-hmm. and uh, the PS4 will cost um, 28.99 yuan, I think 463. It's no, it's not yen. I think is it? Nigga, that's Japan. <laughs> yeah, uh, yen and yuan are different, I believe. Yeah, yen is like y e n u. Like this is spelled y u a n. Yeah, and um, the Vita will sell for um, twelve ninety nine yuan, uh, or equivalent of uh, two hundred seven dollars. Just call them China dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna call it China dollars. I, I, I mean, it's, it's like it's straightforward. It's, it's a dollar. Yes, yeah, the dollars they use in China. It's fucking China dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking China dollars, yo. Like if I didn't oh know how to say God. fucking pesos, I call them Mexican dollars. Like. Boom. <sighs> PlayStation 4 controllers will cost 380 yuan, or around uh, $60. Uh, 
Um, the PS4 was originally supposed to uh, come out on January 11th, um, pretty much a year after its U.S. release, but the launch uh, happened to be delayed a few days beforehand, um, supposedly because of some negotiations with the Chinese government. So it's cool that it's finally coming out. Yay! Um, <laughs> uh, in, in opposite news, uh, Sony is uh, closing PlayStation Mobile for good this summer. What? Yeah, they've announced that they'll stop publishing all PS Mobile content uh, on July 15th, pretty much because it was, like, extremely unsuccessful, Yeah, which I, I feel like everybody knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I forgot what the name of the device was, but it was, like, the Verizon phone, I think, that was, like, half Vita, half phone. Oh, it was, uh, fuck, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it either, yo. <laughs> But I, cause I remember, like, kind of wanting it in my head before, like, phones got really good. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was a phone, and then, like, you swing the tr- you swing it up, and then the joysticks were underneath and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah I, remember, it was, I think it was, like, the Xperia. It was the Xperia. Xperia. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah, I think that's what it was. Cause I remember when I went to go get my iPhone 5 at Verizon after um, Hurricane Sandy. I saw it sitting there, and I was like, oh, that thing's still out. That's odd. <laughs> like, because in my house. Got one. Yeah, because in my head, what I was thinking was, why isn't there a second one by now? Like. Just, hey man, I guess. Like, I I thought, I really thought PlayStation Mobile was going to be the move, because they were even talking about, in the beginning, doing PlayStation Mobile on iOS also, and I thought that was amazing, just to be able to bring PlayStation games to Android and iOS, like, you know, just, you know, broadening your, uh, everything you do, because, uh, fucking Nintendo damn sure ain't doing that, and yeah, Microsoft... I thought it was too much, though. What'd you say? I, I, I played some of the games, and it was just, it wasn't what you would think. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just, it, it wasn't as good as you would expect coming well, from Sony. Well, I, I feel like maybe if they had better success with it, then they could have refined it so it could have got better. That's but true. we're never we're never going to find out. Yeah, uh, and we're not going to find out because on September 10th, the entire site is going to shut down. And you're not going to be able to download any of your previously purchased content. So if you have games that you you like, that you paid for, Mm -hmm. you better download them and never delete them because you will not be able to download them again after um, September 10th. And this only applies to um, the PS Vita, uh, PS Mobile content, because Sony already stopped publishing the Android games for PlayStation Mobile last year. Mm. Um, and all the regular, like, non-Android PlayStation uh, Vita games are going to stay in the in the PS Store. So that's going to be fine. So. Yes. Um, some more news. Sony confirms the next PS4 system update, version 2.50, which we talked about last week. Yeah, back um, when we didn't actually know who was, you know, legit or not. Yeah. Exactly. Um, So, uh, this is the rundown of confirmed features. The suspend resume feature, uh, which we talked about, um, will be supported by nearly all the PS4 titles. Um, There will be button mapping for the DualShock 4, um, 60 frames per second support for remote play and share play, which is pretty cool. Um, The option to upgrade a PSN sub-account to a master account uh, directly from your console. Um, the ability to search for PSN friends via a linked Facebook account, which I'm really surprised that you couldn't do that before. Um, the ability to share video clips to daily motion. The PS4 will also um, automatically capture a screenshot when a trophy is earned, and players can remove games from their trophy list that have 0% completion. Nice. And um, there are also some new accessibility options, including um, text-to-speech and large text, 
bold font, higher contrast, uh, picture zoom, and inverted colors, um, and more stuff. So it seems like they're going to yeah. try to pack in a lot in the next update. With that button mapping, if it's what I think it is, because if they're saying that with this next update, you'll be able to map your buttons for whatever game you want. I think that's what it is. That's fucking major. I love you, Sony and Microsoft. Hurry the fuck up and do it, too. Mm. Because there's so many games where, like, it's almost correct for me, and I just need that one button to change. Like, yeah. I, like, I wonder if that's um, a part of the the accessibility options, because I know a lot of people were complaining about the lack of um, third-party uh, controllers, because especially if they can only game with one hand or something like that. So I think um, yeah. it'd be cool that that's being implemented now. Yeah, definitely. That That's fucking dope, yo. Because, like, Destiny, I wish I could just change the buttons just a teeny bit. Like, just yeah. a teeny bit. And it would be fucking perfect for me. Oh, God. I, I just... Thank you. Just thank you so much. Just... Oh, my God. I, I, lo I love you, Sony. I'm still not going to buy a fucking PS4 anytime soon. But thank you, because then this would become a thing on other consoles. So thank you. I appreciate you. Yes. Um, some more news. iDARB is coming to PS4 eventually. Um, we <laughs> talked about iDARB previously. It's a really great indie title on Xbox One. And according to one of the developers, it'll be coming to PS4 after some time because they obviously need to work on it. And crossplay is a possibility, but not a guarantee. Mm. Um, and when they were asked by a fan on Twitter if you know there would be like new maps or game modes or anything, the devs responded that they were working on it without defining exactly what it is. So um, be on the lookout for news on that in the future. Mm, that's that's dope. Yeah. That is dope. Yeah, iDarb is fun, and it'll be cool to um, open it up to a new market. I hope that the devs get like as much support over there as they did uh, yeah. with Xbox. They fucking better. I think they will because. It's already a thing where, like, people are like, yo, this is the new eSport. Like, iDARB yeah. is it. It's, oh, God. I, like, only thing I need, I, I noticed that iDARB doesn't do right now, but I, they should do before it comes to PlayStation because it should have been the thing they did before it even came to Xbox. Mm -hmm. I need two-player team support on Xbox Live. Like, if I want to play 2v2, mm -hmm. I believe it has to be two, both uh, players on each team have to be on the same console. And I just can't, like, team up with you and then you and me play against two other people on Xbox Live, and that fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I need yeah. that in my life, yo. I, I, like, I just want, like, four niggas on four different consoles just fucking getting it. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, some uncool news. Uh, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, originally due to launch sometime this year, has been delayed until spring 2016. Um, due to the game being a little bit more ambitious than what was originally envisioned by the devs. So um, it really sucks, but I hey, mean, what can you do? Look, I, I ain't mad at all. Because one, you know, it might need a little bit more polishing. Mm -hmm. it, that that could definitely be a thing. But it's also coming out spring uh, 2016, mm -hmm. which puts it right at uh, quarter one mm -hmm. uh, financials for, um, for uh, 2016. And I think that might be the best move it can make because 2015 is a huge fucking year for games. Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of people are forgetting that. Like, I think that and something else got um, delayed this week and people complain. Like, yeah, it's still not going to matter. It's not. You're not going to care. Like, let me, let me, I'm just going to run through right now just the games that haven't come out yet this year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Battlefield Hardline. Mm -hmm. Nobody really cares. Um, <laughs> Nobody cares. 
uh, what do you call it? Uh, let me see. We've got Battlefield Hardline, um, Borderlands: The Handsome Collection. Of course, that's a drop. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I'm not going to talk about like any of the sports games that everybody knows coming out. Uh, the Dark Souls uh, 2 um, remaster, uh, Mortal Kombat X still has to come out. Uh, State of the Ga- State of Decay uh, Year One Survival Edition for Xbox One has to come out. Uh, and no, that's just till May. So now we ha- now we're hitting May. You got Witcher the Wild Hunt Hunt coming out, which nigga yes, like everybody. Mm-hmm. Is waiting on that. Um, Project Cars. Spoiler alert. We'll be talking about that later. Had to get yeah. delayed again. Um, then we're hitting June. Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Tamriel Unlimited for the consoles is coming out then. Um, Payday 2 is coming out for Xbox. Holy shit, I did not know that. Payday 2 is coming out for the Xbox One and PS4. Yes, even more fucking heists coming to the new consoles. So that's fucking amazing. Lego Jurassic World is also coming out in June. Fuck yes, my Lego dinosaur is going to be fucking getting it. That's amazing. Um, let's see, Mad Max is coming out in August. That'll probably be bad. Um, Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain, that's coming um, September. Kingdom Hearts 3 is supposed to be coming um, this year, I believe. Uh, Halo 5's Guardian is still supposed to be coming this year, I believe. Uh, Tom Clancy's Division is supposed to be coming this year, I believe. Fucking Rainbow, uh, Rainbow Six Siege supposed to be coming. Dead Island 2 still supposed to be coming. Fable Legends, Rise of the Tomb Raider is supposed to still be coming. Just Cause 3 is still supposed to be coming. There is no reason for you to care until 80% of those games get delayed. You ain't gonna care. Like, there's yeah. just so much shit that it just doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. You're gonna, you're gonna have something to play. It just, I, I, this year so much. Just so fucking much. I just, I, lo- I, I love you games. Mm. Thank, thank you for being beautiful to me. Games are so fun. Yep. On the Microsoft news, um, Xbox One, I mean, Xbox said uh, Xbox Live for Windows 10 is going to be free um, for online multiplayer gaming. They didn't want to make, make any mistakes like they did with, um what was, what was that shit called? Uh, gaming with Windows Live or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's all free. Um, it won't require anything to work on uh, Windows 10 PC, PCs or phones. So that's dope. Uh, don't make mistakes. They don't, you know, PC players aren't about to pay 50, 60 bucks to play online when they've been playing online for free for all these years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, don't move. Um, another game that got delayed, uh, Quantum Break, the Xbox One exclusive, got pushed back. We're not, this is not a, a positive yet. It hasn't been confirmed by the developer. But, um, Day Jim, um, uh, Dutch, supposedly, People thought it was a Dutch community and social media coordinator from Microsoft mm-hmm. um, put out a tweet that said, got some bad news, Xbox gamers, Quantum Break is likely delayed coming early 2016. And then they realized that people couldn't read for shit. And Day Jim just works for a blog that supposedly got, um, a, you know, like some inside information about, for, uh, about uh, Quantum Break from Xbox. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, he had to keep saying, because he never said he worked for Xbox. At all, people just thought he worked for Xbox for some fucking reason. So, so <laughs> wow. they, so it's it's like I still like I've only found one place that has now said like yeah he doesn't work for Xbox and this isn't from Xbox online. Everybody else is still running with this is like a thing, um, you know from Xbox. And of course he says in the later tweet like Xbox One still want to have an insane 2015 anyway with or without Quant- uh, Quantum Break. Now we're just making um 2016 more awesome, and then um. I think in a later tweet, like on the ninth, he had to uh, clarify because people didn't understand um, that. Uh, oh wait, no, he. I think it says he had in his Twitter profile Dutch community and social media cor- uh, coordinator at Microsoft, 
So, wow. so I don't know if he was either trolling or he just was not good at English and maybe he worked for um somebody and he was a social media co- coordinator for for Microsoft at mm-hmm. the company, but who knows. He says to clarify to clarify the quantum break news I posted it was an opinion piece, not a confirmation. I am not an official Microsoft employee like some of you thought. So that's a thing. It might be out. It might not, though. Who? It, it, I don't care. I'll play it when it comes. I'll slow down times in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give a shit. Um, news I do give a shit about. Uh, shit about. Uh, Goat Simulator is coming out for Xbox One and Xbox 360 in April. Um, it's nice. official. We talked about it last week when it got announced. Um, it's being made by another company, Double Eleven. It's not being made by Coffee Stain like last time. They're um, basically remaking it, um, porting it, if you will. Um, they said they're trying to um, work closely closely with Coffee Stain to ensure it's uh, remain a faithful uh, reproduction. And Double Eleven is going to be one that self-publishes on both platforms. So I cannot wait. Mm. Just, I can't wait, yo. Grand, Fe- Grand Theft Goto is going to be fucking great. Wow. I, I need it in my life. Um, Killer, Sti- Killer Instinct news. This is dope, and I hope more companies start doing it. I even hope, like, Mortal Kombat does it, even though I don't think they will, because then, you know, uh, PC and... Well, not maybe PC, but um, PS4 gamers, at least, will be pissed off about this. But Killer Instinct is, came out with a new character, also. Mm-hmm. Let's get that news out, the first, uh, out of there first. Um, named, uh, I believe, Hisako. Uh, Japanese quote-unquote ghost girl, so pretty much like the ring and shit. Um, so that's the thing, but nobody cares about that. What people care about is they have a new feature called Shadows, which is the uh, equivalent of the Forza Drive Avatar in Killer Instinct. So it remembers how you fight, and then when you're not online, your friends can still fight against you, which is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that that's so dope, because sometimes you, you, know, you still want to play your boy, and like you just can't, you know what I mean? And if they're, if they're, you know, they play enough, they're going to know how they fight the same way. Like, I, I forgot what it is. Um, but in Killer Instinct, there's like a bunch of different, um, difficulties. And like mm-hmm. the, the top difficulty is some shit. I forgot what it is. Like Billy or Ed or some shit. Cause it's just a person that worked on the game and is really good at it. And you're just playing against his ghost, basically. He's gonna beat Jesus. the shit. He's gonna beat the shit out of you. So to see this is really cool. Like, you know, if I want to go play Charles or whatever, Charles wants to go play me. He doesn't need me online. He just goes to pick my, you know, pick my uh, shadow and gets it in. Mm-hmm. Like that's so dope. I would love to see that taking place in more games. Like Mortal Kombat did that. That would just be sick. Um, other news: uh, the Connect, the Connect won't be fucking with Rock Band Four when it comes out. Um, they're gonna turn off the. Uh, the actual ability for the connect to listen to you while you're playing a song. So they said it won't be an issue because of course somebody asked that question on Twitter. I think like the old community organizer at Joystick or the editor in chief, uh, Ludwig uh, Keatsman um, from Joystick at, uh, tweeted them. And then, you know, they didn't answer, but then I believe uh, Destructoid, they saw it like, hold on, no, we're going to really hit up harmonics and ask this question. And they said, you know, it won't, it won't, um, happen they're going to disable voice commands during the song they didn't say if they're going to re-enable them during the menus or anything like that mm-hmm. um but they're definitely trying to make sure nothing fucks up they said basically you know trying to stop the uh the new gen console version of hitting the pause button by mistake in a fighting game yeah because like you know of course no no song is going to have the phrase you know xbox so-and-so in it but if you're saying something and it kind of sounds like it the xbox is going to think that's what you're saying and then your, your game's going to stop nobody wants that Nobody wants to stop the groove. Nobody wants to stop the groove. 
Um, Stop the cruise. Big, a, a big piece of news. Um, a report came out, I believe, Ars Technica, I think, maybe dropped the news mm-hmm. that uh, Cortana is coming to Android and iOS. And um, this is a great day in America, people. <laughs> uh, it's not completely unheard of. Uh, the There's no uh, name for what's inside uh, Google phones. You know what I mean? But they have Google Now where they just say, like, okay, Google or okay, Google Now. And then mm-hmm. basically the same thing as when uh, we say the phrase for Siri or, thing, or um, you know, Windows owners say, like, uh, hey, Cortana or something like that. You know what I mean? So you can basically make a Cortana app, and it won't uh, – maybe on Android they can, and they can make it like the um, – because you can make defaults on it. They can make Cortana the official assistant for your phone if you want to. Like, you know, no Android phone to do it. I, I doubt, except for, like, the Windows Android phones that come out mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, you can download it and then make it your own or whatever. But um, on uh, iOS, I, I'm pretty sure when this comes out, you'll always have to choose to go into the app and then say it. It won't just be like, you know, Siri, we can hold down the button or just say it from anywhere in the phone and it happen. But, um, yeah, uh, they're making uh, Cortana and uh, platform agnostic and making sure that they're, like, sticking with the whole idea that um, – Microsoft services are there for you as a customer, regardless of platform or device, like um, Office for iOS or anything like that. And I just think that's fucking dope. Um, but what that really strikes to me is, so now you're you're making sure that Cortana is on all your devices, right? Um, you got an Android phone because a lot of people have Android phones. You'll be able to have Cortana, and even if like even on iOS, you can give her access to all your phone. Like you know, like it asks you if you want access to your contacts, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you give her contact, give her access to that, she can do what she needs to do. So if hopefully when the um, Xbox One gets Cortana, even if you don't have a Windows device, like a Windows phone, mm-hmm. you'll still be able to er- interact with the same way. That so, would be really cool. That would be cool. Yeah, so, you know, if you write in your calendar that I got to be somewhere at 4 o'clock, Cortana's going to see that in your calendar you wrote somewhere you got to be at four, you got to be there at four o'clock. Then your phone, then you know the Xbox still tells you at like three fifty, like yo, you got to go. Like just, just bring, just, just where if you want to do it at you know the build conference, I'm cool, I'm cool with that. I told you I respect your opinion, but I'm telling you, at E3, just had just had the blue circle pop up on the screen at the end and just done on the haters, just <laughs> just 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 done on them. Um, and the last piece of Xbox news. Just sometimes just something just so good. Yeah. It just makes you smile. So mm. very good. A cop got fired for making racist threats on Xbox Live. Fuck that guy. Uh what is dumber than a police officer saying, I get paid to beat up niggers like you out loud? Saying it into a microphone where someone can record it and put it out on the internet. A deputy from the Jackson County Sheriff's Department has fired their an officer for making threats against an opponent during a round of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. The footage captures the former deputy, Michael Slater, entering an argument with another player only known as David, who was making a quote-unquote trolling video, like where you fuck with people or whatever, mm-hmm. which quickly escalated in point, in, to the point where Slater can be heard giving his home address to the man so that they can presumably throw Why? down. Why? Meet Jesus me Christ. in Temecula, dog. <laughs> Why? You're a fucking cop. You got that angry over something on Xbox Live. And this is the people we give badges. Oh, my God. It's around that. It's around this time that Slater can be heard saying, 
you're about to you're about to come home to you're about to come to a fucking paid uh a paid police officer's house. Ugh. I get paid to beat up niggers like you. Mm. Gets better, folks. Mm-hmm. It gets better. He then gives out his badge number as proof of his identity. Oh my god, why would you do that? Sherry Ward, a spokesperson for the sheriff's office, confirmed to the Clarion Ledger via Ars Technica that it was indeed Slater making the threats on the video and that he was immediately terminated after the after because the uh sheriff, after the sheriff became aware of the video. Um just so dumb. So good. I'm happy that this man, even though he was a troll, you know, the cop wasn't able to get to him because we gotta stand up for all our gamers in arms, except you know the gamer gate douchebags. We gotta stand up for all our gamers because as my man felt five said, Xbox Lives Xbox Matter. Xbox Lives Matter. Xbox and that's what we got to fight for. We got to be here. You can't be a cop just threatening people and shit. Like, doing kid shit, yo. Like, I cannot believe a fucking cop did this. Like, th- I can Because honestly, even the cops in fucking Ferguson were smart enough not to give the badge numbers out. Mm. Goddamn, you right. You <laughs> right. Like, they knew. They up their fucking badge numbers. They're like, no, you ain't getting me. God. Mm. I mean, like, even if they were, they still didn't say their name. Like, right? I mean, you at least had to work for their shit. Bro, like, this but he man. just gave it out. Like, just, just, just put it all out there. Just, just amazing. I mean, this guy, they must have just handed him his badge. Like, he didn't have to do nothing. Just said, hey, I want to be a police officer. Where do I sign up? All right, yeah, and, um, Quinn, I believe we have a quick little story that we're going to get into about Nintendo. Uh, yes, they have a new game coming out, uh, codenamed Steam. Yep. Known in Japan with the subtitle Lincoln vs. Aliens, is a 2015 turn-based strategy game for the Nintendo 3DS handheld video game console. Yeah, and, um... So we have the yeah. people, I guess, the people who are voicing the characters in the game, is that what this list is? Yeah, they have, you know, the, uh, some some notable people on there, like, um, Will Wheaton is Abe Lincoln. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. A lot of, a lot of, um... Turn! <laughs> okay. Uh, a okay. Lot, a lot of people, um... Fred, uh, Tethosori, who was, uh, Saren from, uh, Mass Effect. You know, I mean, you, you got some cool people in, in there. Um, but it, um... gets kind of, kind of weird because... It's a little the, dicey. Gamergate has been happening for a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, surprisingly long. The person that coined the term Gamergate in a tweet was celebrity Adam Baldwin. Yes. And yet Nintendo thought it would be smart to put this person in their game. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I've tried to forgive Nintendo on numerous occasions. I, I think they're a shitty company, and I stood by that. Uh, they made mistakes. We talked about earlier, what, this year or last year when they put that um, game out uh, in Japan that didn't come to America yet and you couldn't have uh, same-sex uh, relationships uh-huh. and their reasoning was they just wanted normal relationships in the game. Uh-huh. Um, and then you go ahead and put this person who feels it is okay to just threaten women and endorse people threatening and uh, raping, uh, to threaten and rape women, just put them in your game because that's okay. Yeah. And totally cool. 
people may know Adam Baldwin. I don't know if he's the actual Baldwin brother or not. Um, Maybe I, he just has the last name. Who knows? In my head, this he wasn't the person I was thinking of because I didn't know the dude's name. Mm-hmm. I, it hurt today when I actually had to see a picture of Adam Baldwin because in my head, I was always thinking of one of the Baldwin brothers because it made sense that you would be that much of a douchebag if you talked like this about Gamergate and thought Gamergate was an okay thing to stand by. Yeah, um, I don't think he's related to them anyway, so yeah, he's just a douchebag on his own. So people that don't know, he is uh, Jane Cobb from Firefly, which most people might remember from. He's the mechanic guy. Also, um, if you watch Chuck, he was the uh, neighbor to Chuck. That was the I think what was the uh, NSA uh, agent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, just fuck That's you. That's really fucking disappointing. Yeah. Because I yeah. loved him in that. Me too. I was actually about to go rewatch Chuck, and I can't anymore. I can't. Um, yeah. yeah, the first, the ter- the hashtag Gamergate was first used by him in a tweet when um he links to uh two videos from uh, uh I believe uh oh shit I can't even remember someone so Quinn I I really can't remember the person's name um goddamn I think it was Zoe Quinn maybe I think so yeah um and then shortly uh shortly after he retweeted a statement from a feminist blogger who uh, had um, readjusted her stance to be critical on Quinn. So, you know, uh, a woman jumped on his side. So, of course, he retweeted it because mm-hmm. she's on my side now. So it means, of course, I'm right because, you know, a woman's on on this side too. Yeah. Um, and then Baldwin critiqued the media for trying to, quote, unquote, enforce arbitrary social justice rules upon gamers and culture because, of course, you know, they're arbitrary and gamers shouldn't have Social to- justice is arbitrary. And, you know, gamers don't have to live up to that in their culture. They can just be d- douchebags. And said that the events of um, Gamergate were just a skirmish in a long war. war. Um, Supernova Pop Culture Expo in Australia has already banned him from any appearances in in, in their shows because of his Gamergate controversy. And I believe there's a petition for, like, another Comic-Con that's happening right now so that he can't come. Good. Like, just fuck you, Nintendo, for not being able to see. Like, what made you fucking think to do this? I mean, they're not the kings of making the best decision business-wise. Anyway, I'm thinking, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, he's already in the game, so we can't stop that ball from rolling. Yeah, you no, you can. You if you this you just don't buy it. No. Delay the game. The game's not out yet. Delay it. I know they could pay someone else to do the lines. I mean, it's not like he's making the game. He's just an actor. Just have somebody else do voice work and go on from there. Like, you you can do it. I don't think Nintendo do it because Nintendo's a shitty company. Mm. And I'm not, like, no matter what, I'm just not fucking with Nintendo from this day on. Like I said earlier on Twitter, people were like, didn't know what the fuck I was talking about because I either they just didn't go far far enough down my timeline to see it or people just, you know, that are, you know, quote-unquote gamers, but don't deal with the whole other side that has to deal with Gamergate. They don't mm-hmm. think that is so much of a big deal because they don't pay attention to it. But it is a big fucking deal. And if you're fucking supporting this type of shit, I can't fuck with your product at all. Like, yeah. at all. Like I mean, I didn't care about Nintendo before, but now, I'm, you know, I'm just going to stay the course. You know, whatever. No, I, I before, I just didn't care because they didn't have anything for me. Now I actively don't care about them. Yeah. Like, fuck everything they want to do. Like, if if... I, like I have want to say I never want to mention this them on the show again, but I feel that would be unfair to anybody that actually like likes Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to do that. But fuck Nintendo, you know, like just fuck them. If you try to write in the show defending them, fuck you too. Don't do it. I don't want to hear it, yo. I'm, oh. I'm anti Gamergate. I'm always going to be that way. I'm fucking pro women. So suck my dick, and Nintendo can do that too. And Adam Baldwin. Fuck all of you. 
That was that was disappointing. Yeah, we yeah. we uh, have multi-platform news. Yes. Um. Well, uh, the ESRB has revealed why Batman: Arc of Night was rated M. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it uh, features combat where enemies cry out in pain with uh, slow motion impacts. Yeah, I um, Huh? No, I was saying. Um, I thought that might have been it because when I watched the uh, last trailer, mm-hmm. everything just looked more brutal to me. And yeah. if you played the other ones, it looked the same. You know, what I mean, like technically, like he punched them, and when they when they were about to like pass out, it went slow motion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you can make it look better with the PS4 and Xbox One, it just <laughs> looks bad. Like I cringed when I saw Batman punching people, and I was like, you know, so it just looked better, so it made it seem worse, and I thought that was it. Yeah, well, but wait, there's more. It contains uh, tank-like vehicles with machine gun turrets. Of course, the Batmobile. Uh, allows vehicle-wheel torture. And that is where everything got weird. Yep, oh, like... uh, one character is tortured on a bloody operating table as well. Uh, that's probably going to just look so disgusting. Mm-hmm. There are triple X neon signs, and uh, curse words are also used throughout the game. Okay. So, fuck, people. They're talking about the word So, fuck. like, you know, like the last couple things... Bad like words. The, the the curse words and the out signs, sure. The character torture, obviously that won't be Batman. Yeah. But the vehicle the, the vehicle wheel torture. Now they're talking about somebody being like pulled apart by wheels. No. Someone stabbing think, a wheel a bunch of times. No, I think what they're saying is at some point in the game, Batman is going to get information out of somebody by <laughs> running over them slowly with the Batmobile. I mean, that just seems like a good way to get information out of somebody. Because it's not like Batman won't fucking damn near kill you. He just won't kill you. He won't take that extra step. <laughs> like, he's okay with breaking everything in your body as long as it can come back together. As long as you can still go to the hospital. <laughs> Nigga, I cannot wait for that scene. Like, the moment when you gotta slowly roll over the leg. Oh, just hearing the crunching. Thank you, Rocksteady. Thank you so much. I don't think I want to have any kind of ear things next to my head while that's going on. Oh, it, it's going to sound so good in Turtle Beach. <laughs> just, just the wet crunch of uh. just blood vessels popping, bones cracking. Just, yeah, yeah that's worth a that's worth a peek. Yeah. yeah. I can understand him rating altogether. Yeah. Alright, uh, well, Tales from the Borderlands, Episode 2 arrives uh, week of March 17th, so that should be this week, mm-hmm. um, and was announced by Telltale Games and Gearbox Software during um, Gearbox's PAX East 2015 panel, so um, that'll be exciting, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait, um, of course, we'll probably have a review out of it the following week, um, and then probably a playing dead out of it the week after that, probably. Can't wait. Tales of the Borderlands has easily so far been my favorite uh, Telltale game game to play. So, um, yeah. I can't wait, though. <coughs> I can't wait. It's going to be dope. Yes. Um, what's also dope is Destiny's next update might bring a bigger vault, raid fixes, and strike changes. Good. Um, according to Bungie's latest weekly update, um, a larger vault is just one of the many improvements planned for Destiny. Um, Bungie says it's also tackling raid bosses Atheon and Crota's worst bugs in an effort to improve the Destiny raids. Um, the dev- develop uh, sorry, <laughs> the developer is also looking at tweaking strikes and ammo distribution, mm-hmm. as well as um, providing new audio and visual options for players in version uh, 1.1.2 which is still uh, a few weeks away. 
Um, the, the developer cautioned that the um, the fixes are priorities that they're excited about exploring, but may not actually make it into the next patch. So um, take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, like it could always be pushed back to like 1.1.3 1. and stuff. Yeah. Like all of it, I say go for, go for it because I definitely already need a large revolt because I have so many um uh, of the exotic weapons. Like now it's to the point where I just can't keep everything in the vault. Normally, like keeping my stuff involved and just pulling it out each character. Now mm -hmm. I gotta decide like, okay, which one is just gonna stay on this character, and then which stuff can go to the vault because I have so so many uh, guns and shit. Yeah. Um, the bugs I definitely need it because like Atheon, um, there's just some shitty bugs with him. Like as regards to um, like I like one I think I don't know if I ever talked about it on the show, but we were playing um. I would say maybe a month ago or so, and I guess we were having lag issues. Like the first, uh, the fire team leader was lagging out, mm -hmm. and we kill Atheon, and Atheon falls down, goes bye bye. We get nothing, no rewards pop up. Um, we get no uh, mission complete. Atheon pops back up, comes like back to life, like just like another one spawns in and mm -hmm. kills us, and then it says mission wow. failed. Um, with Crota, they tried to fix most of the bugs, but, like, I've had it where, um, you know, uh, there was lag, so his shield, um, he wasn't going down on either one side or the other. So, like, the person that was hitting him with the sword, it was down for him, but the people shooting rockets, they, they weren't, he wasn't down for them. So, of course, they're freaking out, telling you, like, to stop fucking hitting them and shit. And or the other way around, they're down for the people that shot the rockets, but not down for the person with the sword. So they're like, "Why the fuck aren't you hitting them?" And you're not. Or the one that I had, um, all uh, I think two days ago when I was playing with I like Phenom and uh, Aaron and Jackson shit, which was I was hitting them, and then he was just automatically getting up, turning around, and hitting me, even though I was invisible. Like he wasn't supposed to be able to see me, but he just swung around like I hit him too late, and he knew I was there already. Mm -hmm. And um. Normally, when glitches like that happen, um, like um, there's also another one where like you can pick up the sword to go kill Crota, and the sword will just disappear when you grab it. Um, like normally, when those things happen, you're supposed to just go back up into orbit and come back down and should fix it. We did it, and it was still happening. So yeah, they, they definitely need to fix some of those uh, those uh, uh, you know, bugs. That that's what people joke about when you play the raid. Like you know, the hardest boss isn't Atheon or Crota; it's the bugs. Because you'll think you'll have a perfect run, and then some wild shit happens, and you're done. Like, you just don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> well, uh, we have some Mortal Kombat X news. What? Uh, yes, uh, Jason Voorhees has been confirmed for Mortal Kombat X. Um, the classic Friday the 13th horror icon is uh, in Mortal Kombat X as DLC. You'll be able to buy the combat pack at launch for $30, which allows access to four characters, including Jason. Also, Elder God Shinnok? Shinnok. Shin okay, whatever. And uh, <laughs> Flying Swords and Kenshi will return to the ring in Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. Um, um, I can't wait. Like, yes. And what's really dope is they announced, um, of course, they announced uh, Jason came back yesterday on Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. But they also didn't say he's the... Um, He's the uh, console exclusive because PS4 has Sweet Tooth from uh, what is it um, what's the fuck is the name of that old game? Uh, Vi not not Vigilante Eight. It was that's not what it was called. The game where you fucking kill people with cars. It was like a racing game and shit. I can't I can't remember. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I couldn't remember, but it came out a couple of years ago and like you know like the main villain was a uh, Sweet Tooth, the fucking clown in the um, in the uh, 
fucking ice cream truck and shit. Mm-hmm. But, um... That y- could have been, like, just not mentioned ever in my presence. But, uh, <laughs> thanks a lot. But, yeah, so, like, Jason Voorhees, like, they, they put out his little trailer, and it's not even... Like, saying only for Xbox One, like, you know, like, you know, one gets Sweet Tooth, one gets Jason. Everybody getting Jason. So we still don't know who the console exclusive is for Xbox, which is fucking dope. Like, it's just so good. And they also announced Johnny Cage and Sonya Blades coming back this week, too. And they showed off Johnny Cage's fatality. And I've been a firm Johnny Cage uh, hater my whole life. I just hate the dude. Like, he just seemed like a douche when I played with him. And I hated him because he had that really simple move. Where you could shoot the fucking um the green goop out and shit like the green laser, and automatically hit people like it was a really sh- uh, cheaty move and people would cheese that shit to um take you out, and then I see his fatality, which is turning you around, opening your back up from the inside, ripping your chest open, sticking his head through, and yelling, "Here's Johnny," and what I realized I didn't care anymore. Johnny Cage is my nigga, like. Just so fucking good, yo. Mm-hmm. I was like, as soon as he did it, I was like, oh, that's like, why haven't they done that before? <laughs> like, it's just like on this one, everybody came back, understood what Mortal Kombat was and needs to be, and it's just so great. Yes. Um. What's not great uh, <laughs> is uh, Mortal Kombat X has been delayed on PS3 and Xbox 360, and will now be available sometime this summer. Um, but the release on Xbox One, PS4, and PC will continue as planned. So, good for us. Not good for anybody stuck on last gen, but, hey. hey. I, I just hope that means before summer you can trade in your console. And <laughs> it's going to keep happening more and more. Because, you know what I mean? Like, people want to focus on the the title that people, are, they know they're going to buy. Like, if you, because I, I can see it, like, as a developer, in my head, even though it's a bigger console base, in my head... I want to go to the people I know will buy things. If you'll buy a $500 or $400 console, you'll buy a $60 game. Mm-hmm. But if you won't buy that, I doubt you will buy this game. You know what I mean? You might wait till it's pre-owned or something like that, which they're right. not going to get any money of and shit like that. So, yeah. Some more uh, delayed news. Project Cars has been delayed one more time to mid-May. Um, after originally being scheduled for release last November, Slightly Mad Studios' driving game, Project Cars, has been pushed back again from its April release date, and now the game is expected sometime in the middle of May. To make up for it, Slightly Mad will give Project Cars players some free content, the details of which will be announced later. Project Cars is coming first to PS4, Windows PC, and Xbox One, and versions of the game for SteamOS and Wii U are expected later this year. Project Cars is one hit away. Oh my god. Told y'all. I told y'all, yo. <laughs> shit detox status, yo. Yo, like, th- this game ain't gonna be shit. Like, we were talking about this on my Facebook page. I think it was, um, me, Q, and a couple other people were talking about it. And, um, yeah, just don't care, yo. Like, initially, when Project Cars first got announced, it was, like, before the new gen systems came out, so we didn't know what they were, what their limitations would be. Mm-hmm. So, initially, when Project Cars got announced, it was the photorealistic racing game, which it probably still would be on PC. But yes. it's it's going to be close on PS4 and Xbox One. But if that's all you are, nobody's going to care because, you know, Drive Club looks pretty, but people ain't really fucking with that shit. And then you're going to make a fucking Wii U version? Nigga, what? That I don't really understand. You, but... you, you, you're aiming for all the wrong spaces. Yeah. 
Well, um, last bit in, of multi-platform news. Um, Respawn founder and CEO Vince Sampilla has uh, confirmed that Titanfall 2 is in development and will be released on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. He also mentioned that um, Evolve's commitment to keeping the community united via free maps was pretty much the ideal way forward and might change the DLC model for uh, Titanfall, so that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely will. Like, I can't wait for Titanfall 2. Um, doing the do, doing the free map move, I think, is the smartest way to go about it, mm-hmm. because of course, you know, nobody thought to do it until Evolve did it, but it made sense. Like, um, I would love to see because they're working it up from a uh, a new way. Because remember, we said they said before with Titanfall, they couldn't make new Titans and they couldn't make um they couldn't make new weapons and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But if we can go and fuck with um like on a new route, yeah, you'll fuck around and go get um. You know, you'll get, uh, like, you know, new maps every three months and shit, and everybody can play on the maps, and that's all cool, but we're also going to come out with new Titans and new guns that you can't fucking have. I'm here for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that. that's just that's just dope. I was having this conversation with, um, I want to say, Chris from uh, Three Black Geeks, uh, my man Daz, Charles, and uh, I believe Marshall from... um. He was the guy that reviewed the PS4 with us on our very first gaming and then some episode. And um, just just I, I I love you guys so much, all of you. Like I I I fuck with my man Chris so much, just because he um me and him usually never agree, but I always fuck with the fact that we don't agree because we both know it's our opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, even though like he said like he he said like why we don't need a um Titanfall two because the first one wasn't good. And um, we all pretty much just booed him out the room. <laughs> but his his reasoning for uh, Titanfall not being good was because uh, he didn't like the Metcom pad. Like, because I thought he was going to hit hit you know hit me with the normal reason people say Titanfall isn't good, which was there was no sto- uh, uh, single player and shit. Mm-hmm. Even though the only time people have ever cared about the single player in a in a, in a first person shooter with a multiplayer in it for the last. 15 years was besides Halo. Even yeah. Halo, Halo's multiplayer still gets played more. Yeah, Halo's yeah. Halo. 